Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Yeehaw! Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I'm back in the shed quarters. My name's Adzi. We're here for Barreled Surf Podcast. Uh, mate, I've got a very special guest in here and a good friend of mine. Uh, we're looking forward, really looking forward to doing this interview. It's a Sunday afternoon. The sun's shining. We've got a couple of cold, cheeky monkeys here that we're ripping into. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the scene. The dog's sleeping on the carpet there. Hope it doesn't drop its guts too much, but... Uh, that's pretty much the setting of the scene. Let's uh, get into the man who I've got in to interview today. He's a man who was conceived in the Yelling Up Lagoon. <laughs> he was born in the Yelling Up Lagoon. He no doubt grew up in the Yelling Up Lagoon, learned to surf in the Yelling Up Lagoon. He's a pig dog master of the barrel. He's a hardcore fisherman from up north. He's the son of a local legend. He's become a legend himself. A legend of a bloke and one of my good mates, Jason Lagoon Simpson. How the hell are you? <laughs> I'm bloody good, thanks, yeah. Adzi. Wicked, mate. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, mate. Nah, it's, been, it's good. Nah, it's stoked. We've both uh, managed to give the families, respective families, a bit of a slip this afternoon and uh, in the pretense that we're doing something important by coming into the shed <laughs> and drinking beer. But, uh, uh. mate, yeah, it's good. We've got a couple of hours up our sleeve and we're just going to talk some shit relating to surfing and... Mate, you've you've lived a pretty unique surfing life, actually, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna cover that. So it's not many people that have uh, lived the the grown up in the surf world the way you have, and uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it, mate. Um, just quickly, uh, how old are you? Where were you born? Where are you living now? Oh, Adzi, I'm I'm four, turned forty this year, turned forty in July, and oh yeah, yep. So hit the big four zero, made it this far. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, nah, I uh, spent the first four years of my life on a prawn trawler with my mum and dad up in the northwest, so I wasn't actually born in the lagoon. Oh, but, were you? Oh, nah. nah, you were. They just shipped me up there straight away. <laughs> it's like, yep, he's out in the lagoon, uh, let's go north. Yep. Yeah, so no, nah, I was a third generation fisherman and, and um, lucky enough to grow up in this beautiful part of the world called yeah. Yelling Up. And, yeah. Yeah. Where were you born? I was actually born in Broome. Oh, were you? Yeah, born wow. in Broome. And then within two weeks, I was out on the prawn trawler with mum and dad no going way. fishing. Yeah, were you? two weeks. Yeah, that's so hardcore. Sp- spent the first four years of my life on a prawn trawler. And then my mum had Crystal, my sister yep. Crystal. And um, yeah, it got a bit hectic. Two, two kids, two young kids on a prawn trawler. And wow. I think mum, mum was just at wit's end. Just thought, well, I think I, I, they thought they'd lost me over the side at one stage when I was two. Yeah, except so they. I was, they looked over, your fellow looked over, you were actually <laughs> probably riding a shark or... Oh, you know, nah, well, they, they'd actually thought they'd lost... Had it in a headlock or something. <laughs> they thought they'd lost me, like, and we're looking for, like, 20 minutes. Really? And like, On the boat? Know, yeah, trawling along with oh, the prawns. <laughs> and, and they're like, and Dad's just like, so they've looked everywhere, and Dad's just fucking just... And there was a boat fishing right next to us, he's mate Ian Morrison on the Caroline, and he's like, fuck, I think we've lost Jason over the side. How you know, old like these sharks, stage? like two, or two, something. two, oh. yeah, and and uh, the the boat next door was like, nah, he's up the rigging, so I was up on the top <laughs> oh, part of the boat, no. climbed up there, sharks swarming around the back. Oh of it. mate, yeah, so yeah, it was all yeah, it got a bit too much for mum. Yeah, no, that's so um, uh, we moved down to Yelling Up. Dad had a, bought a hundred acres with his mother, um, 
his brother Michael oh, yeah. in 19, fuck, who knows, 79 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, so we moved down when I was five and that was a good place to live, grow up and wow. there's plenty of marron and... Yeah. On had, the dam, yeah, the had farm. four, four, four dams on the farm. And, oh, sick! And there was a, that was actually a marin, marin farm next door. And one summer that dried up, and they all crawled out of their dam into our <laughs> dam. So it was <laughs> days. Yeah. yeah. Where was that boat that um, when you when you were two there? Where were they? Were you fishing out of Point Sampson or? Yeah. So we. Um, so you guys have been. I I just know that because I've heard you guys talking about Point Sampson for. The 20 years I've known you, but I yeah. don't know much about the area and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so we used to just fish from uh, Onslow up to like the last cape in Western Australia. So from, yeah, pretty much the whole northwest coast. Yep. And, um, yeah. And generally for prawns or prawns or dad was a barra fisherman and a mackerel fisherman. So oh, yeah. it was all going on. We just catch whatever we could bloody yeah. get a pay. Yeah, sweet. So, yeah, it was pretty uh, wild times. It was an old wooden boat actually. So it was so. Like, yeah, sick. Hit a reef or something on a wooden boat, it could be all over pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, gee, no e pervs back then, was there, mate? Nah, mate. It was no. all just bloody seamanship, and yeah, it wasn't. You know, it was. You know, now that nowadays it's all electric charts, and yeah, you know, it's easy going. But back then it was just bloody. You had like a radar. You had a radar that you look into, and you get fixes off the off the uh, land or islands. And wow, Hectic. You know, you'd mark your own reefs out. You know, nothing was like a lot of things weren't marked on charts or whatever. So it was all just you know, wow, experience sounds, and time and treacherous. Man. Oh Especially shit, there's a the reef there. <laughs> Especially with a young family on board. Far yeah, out, pretty intense. Oh mate, yeah, no, definitely. So were you just reeling in mackies when you were like three, probably? Were you? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I was. <laughs> For yeah. those who don't know, mackerels that you know can be up to a meter and a half or even bigger yeah and they fight like christ knows what as, yeah. as i found out on your we used to have big big cord lines there adzy and just yeah. reef them over the side i yeah. think the old boy caught 351 one day really they averaged 18 kilos so holy honkers he must have been knackered by the end of that oh yeah i think old man paddo was on there oh, old yeah. mark patterson he he he'd be able to tell you a good story about that jake and ant-man's dad yeah yeah right wow that's pretty crazy. So, mate, yeah, you did the first five years of your life on a boat. So you would, mate, I dare say you were pretty much, you know, not running shoes, pretty much no clothes, you yeah. no schooling. You were just a wild little boat boy, weren't just you? Just to crawl around and crawl around like a bloody spider on my feet and my hands. Just really, oh, mate. No wonder you got <laughs> such good sea legs today. Because you're a you're a captain and a fisherman now, and you have you got your own boat and stuff, or what's what's going yeah, on? Yeah, so well, we um obviously Dad had a big fishing company up in the Northwest there. He had like at one stage had eight, seven or eight boats. Yeah, right. So uh, that went, was sort of 15, 20 years ago, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think he sold. He's, yeah, probably about fifteen years ago he sold his company. Oh yeah. And then he kept one boat sort of for me. Yep. And um, I ended up being sort of 50, 50 partners with him in that boat. Yeah, right. Which we sold a couple of years ago. Yeah, cool. But um, yeah, so I, I left school when I was sixteen. Yeah. And um, and headed up north. Well, I actually called. I was, you know, obviously, I sort of. Well, my mum and dad were going through a divorce about that time. Yep. So I um, you know, it was a it was a bit of a hard time, and I was smoking heaps of weed and. Yeah. May or may off, not off, have been. off the rails a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, yeah, I, I called up every, all of his skippers. So he had about seven or eight skippers and I called every single one of them up and asked for a job. Yeah. And they were all like, nah, 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 mate, we'll wait till you grow up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, like a few weeks, we actually, me and dad took off up to the Nalu and, um, on the way up, one of the skippers called and said, oh, well, I've got a job for Jason. 
And um, so I went to Nalu and then jumped on one of dad's boats and went to sea and that was it. Yeah, sweet. Well, I've got a, I've got a little footnote about that. Uh, <clears throat> that we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that story. Yeah. But, mate, let's, uh, let's stay in those real early years for now. Yeah. Um, mates, what about um, – so, obviously, mate, you've just been so connected to the ocean – from such an early age, what about um, like your first surfing experiences, your first wave and stuff? Was, yeah. Surely it was yelling up Lagoon, wasn't it? Ah, Lagoon you'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. But nah, it was. Um, we obviously used to go to Indo, like most West Australians, we go to Bali every year. Oh yeah, and we'd do months in Bali. And um, I remember Dad, he was off surf, surfing Uluwatu or something like that, and um, I was with Mum, and I fucking pinched one of Dad's boards. I think it was like five four or five and i grabbed one of dad's boards you know obviously i'd been playing with dad and in the in the white waters yeah. in the white waters doing whatever anyway I gr- grabbed one of his boards at kuda beach kuda probably. beach yeah. and obviously if like he was surfing uluwa too it was yeah, solid good. kuda yeah yeah and i remember paddling out i, st- I still remember it I'm paddling out i got out the back out the back of kuda and really? I was like five, four or five? five years old, yeah. By yourself? By myself. Jesus. Well, mum was watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was do, useless. Yeah, from 100 metres away, what was she going to do? <laughs> Fuck all. So, yeah. but like, I guess you were swimming early though, weren't you? <laughs> Learning to swim early? Well, there I was... was no, there was no... Sca- I think I was actually... that was I was surfing before I could properly swim. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say, there was no scheduled swimming classes in uh, Bustle and Pool every Tuesday at mm. nine o'clock for... Jason Simpson in the uh, early 80s, was there? It was just, <laughs> nah. hey, son, jump overboard and un- untangle that rope for me. Or, yeah. Nah, so. so you were, yeah, so you're out so there. So, yeah, so made it out the back. And um, and then I think I turned around and paddled for this wave and went over the falls. Oh, yeah. And I just remember, I was just. Leg under, rope? Yeah, I had a leg rope on. Oh, yeah. And I was just getting tumbled. And I just remember this Indo just grabbing the leg rope and pulling me up. Like, so. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. You're under the water. me up by the leg and then I just no remember way. looking in and my mum's on the beach going, Jason! Jason! <laughs> oh, it was that legend, oh, I don't, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're all legends over there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't many Indos surfing at that time. Nah, well, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a surf. You were probably 85 or something then. It wasn't. A, he didn't have a board. He just was... Oh, really? Yeah, he was just there. To, he was around. there to save me. Yeah. Because wow. I probably would have drowned or... You know, wow, there you go. Yeah, that's pretty that cool. was my first wave, but <laughs> I can remember. <laughs> oh, classic. The guy was probably seaweed fishing or something. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I remember being a lot of people, but you know, back back in those days, there was a lot of people drowning at Cooter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Probably still is. <laughs> <laughs> Not so many after the unfortunate COVID we've been having. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's still plenty of Russians and stuff over there, I reckon. Uh, mate, um, that's a pretty sick story, actually, <laughs> straight off the bat. Uh, there's going to be plenty more good stories coming, that's for sure. Mate, what about the first time you got some clean face? Where was that? Can clean you remember that? face. When you got that speed under your feet? Oh, um, oh, I just, I was big. I mean, you know, yelling up was my, my home break, was my home wave. So, yep. um, although... It was probably Hazawui. Was it? Yeah. So I actually learned, properly learned to surf at Hazawui. That was, um, you know, my learning wave. Yeah, for sure. So I, I started surfing. My, my first real first surf buddy yep. was a chick. Oh, who was that? It was Holly Monkman. Oh, yeah. Holly Monkman. Yeah, yeah. So she's a bloody legend. Bloody legend. Still a, <laughs> a, a really great surfer. She was on the WQS for a few years. Yeah. Her, son, her father. Uh, Quicksilver team manager. Oh, yeah. I think at some stage. Yeah, yeah. And um, her dad, Bob Monkman's like probably got a hundred 
WA state longboarding titles or something. So yeah, yeah, right. So uh, down at Huzzers, who was doing who was doing the runs down there? Was so, George oh, taking yeah, was, me down there? It was, yeah, Dad, Mum, yeah. Bob, Jen. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. But yeah, just yeah. So we just you know that was our favorite favorite South wave South between when we were like six and yeah nine years old. Yeah, right. And so you know when you surf a wave all the time, you you become good at surfing that wave. You know, yeah. You work, you see where the swell's coming in, what what where it's hitting it, and oh, mate, it's blatantly the best uh, kids wave on the coast. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah. That's why all the Gracetown Grommets doing so well, having that on their doorstep. Oh, that's it. So, uh, mate. First tube, that way you got a clean First tube. tube. It, I mean, Huzzers gets the odd little cover up. Was oh, it there, you reckon? Yeah. Um, or, did it, or did it take place somewhere else? Where was the first memorable tube? Oh, one that. So I, th I think from when I was like 18 to like 21, I, every year I went to uh, the Mel Dives. Oh, yeah. And I remember getting. You would have been tubed oh, way before then, wouldn't well, you? Well, yeah, but I can't really rem I can't remember any really good ones. Really? Jeez, I thought you were going to be getting spat out at tubes at Smith's mm. Beaches from but yeah, the maybe, ages of may, 10 onwards. Maybe um, Smith's, Smith's Reef and... Yeah, yeah must have gone a couple down there. But tell, tell us about your first memorable one. Obviously, oh, it seems like... I got a memorable one when I was 18. Yeah. 18 at Sultan's and, you know, like, and just easy roll in from out the back and then just like that whole, whole section, just inside section there, pretty much standing up. Sick. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, <coughs> mate, you must have had a lot of waves up north when you were young. Your dad, um, you know, uh, I don't think we've touched on it yet, but obviously your dad's uh, George Simpson, who, you yeah. know, was one of WA's best surfer in the 70s. He was one of the founding surfers of the area. You know, he was, uh, him and two of his mates were the first person to ever find and surf the wave Three Bears, which is an absolute bread and butter institution on the Cape naturalist area these days and a bit of a pioneer in the surfing. So, you know, to have a, a dad that was so heavily into surfing in the sixties and seventies, like he was, and obviously, you know, there was a lot of influence going on there and, and he started going up to Nalu in a pretty, uh, in the early years of Nalu and setting up a big camp. And I guess it was halfway to, to work as well for you guys. So yeah, I'm sure you did uh, lots of surfing up there when you were younger too, did you? Oh yeah, mate. We, um, shit. Yeah. The old boy, every, he, for a lot of years, probably, oh fuck. When was the first time I remember going to Nalu? First time I remember going, well, the first time I went to Bluff, I think it was two, but <laughs> as time went on, dad would, um, he had the lagoon, or it wasn't even we'd stay in the lagoon side at Nalu, but he'd we'd stay in the sand dunes down the bottom there to oh, yeah. start with. Yeah, right. I remember camping like when I think I was about ten years old, and we were just it was like halfway to the sand dune we were camping. We just set up our caravan down there. Oh, really? But then as time progressed, I think from when I was about sixteen, Dad would have like every every year he'd book that lagoon site at Nalu for about six months. Yeah, right. And you know I was off obviously a professional fisherman. My my season was during the Nalu season so yeah I was mainly at work but I'd get little runs where I'd be able to come down yeah unfit as but you know still have a crack <laughs> yeah, you're definitely having but a crack it, you're pretty fit on the boat so still like yeah. but just not paddle fit it's a difference just not paddle. yeah you use different muscles yeah. it's like yeah yeah I was strong but not not yeah paddle fit strong yeah, but yeah. yeah but um yeah we were lucky lucky having those that I mean that's you know I mean, well, we we spent so many years together, me and you. Yeah, you know, yeah like, I remember having a paddle battle at uh, <laughs> was it Turtles one day, 
and I was on my singly and you were on your mail and you thought you were going to stitch me and I just dug as deep as I could and you were like, fuck, that singly goes all right. <laughs> Maybe you'd just got back from work and I'd probably been surfing every day down here. Yeah. But, um, mate, uh, when you're up at work there, um, I mean, it's still a, as much as you're in the northwest at Nalu, Yeah. I mean, the northwest is a big place and, and how far was it from work to Nalu? It's not like it's four hours away, is it? Oh, no, nah, from Point Sampson it's about, I think, six seven hours from oh is that all point samson oh yeah. that's right i thought it was like 10 or something nah yeah. nah but oh, you know and but you know you got there and it's work 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 until and then you might just you might have a shitty season or a, or you know it's like fuck it we're gonna just have time off and <laughs> yeah go and have some <laughs> us time you know yeah for sure yeah but um but yeah so i love i love those years those years I, like there was a quite a few years there i think I was pretty much from when I was 16 to 24, like a full-time fisherman. Yeah. Um, you know, I get little windows and stuff. But then when I, I got to 24, we sold the boat. I remember one year and I actually had two months where I just went to Nalu for two months. Sick. And it was just like, oh, you know, because it's like you learn the wave and you, you know, learn which to be in the right spot and what wave's going to hit the yeah. thing on what tide. And oh. you just get in tune with it and you yeah. You know, obviously, like, you get fucking good barrels there, so... Fucking hell. <laughs> Five in one way. I've seen you pack some hell pits up there, mate, for sure. You gotta, that's why I referred to you in the uh, in the introduction as a pig dog tube master because I just seen... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't pig dog at all, and you had it fucking wired, for sure. But um, not to mention, you, do, you just must have watched it for so many years, and... Yeah. Oh, mate, I could go on so many tangents right now, but, yeah. um, you know, you were there for the... Well, I Billabong. did. I actually sat on the beach for a lot of years. I remember, yeah. I remember sitting on the beach one day with my and my dad was out there, and like I remember watching people. It was fucking big, and yeah. and people were getting washed in. Yeah, and the old boy went out on his like fucking nine fucking six or something. Yeah, and he was taking the the mid to small ones, which were still six to eight foot. Yeah, yeah, and you know he got fucking. 10 or 12 sick ones sick. and like not one other guy got out there that day really yeah oh, all hell. washed in yeah he's a bit of a physical specimen old georgie isn't he <laughs> he's still fucking looking think, pretty uh pretty fit these days yeah for an old i mean he's, he's mid 70s but he's definitely a specimen he is he's, he won the he won the genetic lottery didn't he <laughs> yeah but uh mate yeah well <clears throat> fuck we we could go where where are we going to go? There's lots of places I want to go because, mate, yeah. we got you've got so much history at Nalu. Um, well, mate, now let's 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 stay on Nalu then yeah. for now because, I mean, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll put in a couple of footnotes and that might help the listeners here. Uh, a footnote is that Jack McCoy, you know, the man who's made arguably the a lot of the best surf movies ever, especially in Australia, but even worldwide. He's your uncle. Yeah. And um, he married your mum's sister. Yeah. And obviously you've got your dad, George, who's a pioneer surf charger. He was even sponsored a little bit, wasn't he, in the 70s or something? Your yeah, dad, oh, I'm not sure. He was state champion a couple of times. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah cool. But, you know, he was yeah. like best mates there in Cairns. I remember going to, um, when I was 18, we went to, um, oh, fuck. I lost my driver's license and... Had 50, I've got I've got that story. 50. That story's coming courtesy of Jimmy Glaskin. Oh, is it? Shout out to Jimmy G. So we've, <laughs> we'll, 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 I don't know. Do you want to tell that story now? Is that is it connected? Well, I don't know. I, might, I don't know. But anyway, we went right. travelling together, <laughs> and um, it was the grand 
like the masters, like the world masters, like for the old boys. Yeah, yeah. In um, I think it was in France. It was in France, and uh, it was at like La Fontaine or, and anyway, like it was cra- it was crazy because it was like we was you know it was Rabbit and Ian Cairns and Shane Haran and yeah, fuck it, Simon Anderson. So yeah. Simon Anderson was like we stayed in Simon Anderson's room for like three days in his hotel room awesome. with him. Yeah. I was I was Rabbit's caddy, and he actually oh, yeah. yeah he won. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Sick. So, yeah, oh, mate, we got on the piss that night when he won that. Did you? <laughs> Rabs, he's a bloody legend. Is he? <laughs> yeah, see, that, that's what I was sort of alluding to. I was, I was trying to set a bit of a precedence here for the listeners in saying, you know, yeah. your dad was an icon, your uncle's fucking Jack McCoy. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a lot of references to really famous surfers here because you just naturally were growing up with them and... And that's what I was alluding to, uh, mate. The, I'm, I'm getting branches off, off this tree trunk, all these uh, with different directions I could go yeah. right now. Well, while but we're still I, while we're still in France, okay, Lynn. Yeah, yeah so me. we give we, it to me, mate. We we stayed in, um with Robbie Page. So Robbie Page was a close mate. He came and stayed, you know, more work with Jack and that. But um, he come and stayed with here and yelling up on our farm. Yeah, because like it, pretty much they all used to come and stay in your farm. Yeah. That's what, sort of what I was getting at before. Like with Every, Jack and your dad, you just. Every time they came to WA, all yeah. these surfers from Oki to fuck this and that, they all came and stayed at your farm, didn't they? they so did. anyway, Robbie Page is at your farm. Yeah, no, yeah. So Robbie Page was at our farm, but we knew Robbie really well. So we went and stayed with him for a month. So me and Dad staying with Robbie in in. Um, How old were you? I was eighteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and eighteen in France, in France, out with your Dad and Robbie Page. Oh god, like I remember like it was right like the there. third day. It was like the third day we were staying there and. You know, like the people in France are quite quiet. You know, they all live next to each other. You know, there's yeah. like this, like a unwritten, you've got to be quiet, respect mm-hmm. thing. And me and Dad, ah, bloody Aussies, you know, yeah. fucking shut up, fucking Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And about the third day, Robbie's going, hey, Jace, George, you know, like you've got to fucking tone it down. Like, like you know, I don't know if he got Robbie the- t- Page is like <laughs> 80s fucking party animal, isn't he? And he's telling you. Well, he, you- well, he was, but, you know, I think Robbie, like, and, you know, he probably wouldn't mind me telling you this, but. He he was the straightest guy on the tour for about seven years, he reckons. The first seven years he was on tour, he was the straightest, didn't party, just... Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Mellowest guy. And then, okay. and then uh, yeah, he reckons he went crazy after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. Wow. So you must have had some good times in France then with, with those. Oh, we mate, just- we have, I, I, just those beach breaks, you know, Le Pennion and like just just like roll-ins out the back, do a cutty and then just set up a sick oh, tube section. It's just amazing. They're my perfect. They're my favourite waves. Yeah. Roll-ins with tubes <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Me I hate, hate tubes on takeoff. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Could go over the falls most of the time. Yeah. Wow, and uh, pretty pretty epic partying then as an eighteen year old, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, what, yeah. Was was it was a the world tour rolling through when you were there? Not at when all? we were there, sort of later as the swells started getting bigger. I think we were there in, there oh. in October. I think that was usually a, back then. It was sort of a end of July, August maybe. Oh yeah, around yeah. that time of the year. Yeah, yeah. So we were sort of there as the swells were getting bigger. It was getting colder. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, cool. Yeah, no, it was fun stuff. Fuck yeah. So, mate, um, what I was alluding to before was in relation to, I think I was saying that, um, you know, you've spent so many years at Nalu watching it because your dad was going there. Mate, your dad, as you say, he he rents out. I mean, we didn't really go into detail, but he basically books out the best campsite at Nalu. It's called the Lagoon Site. Mate, 
You are you the lagoon. You're the yelling up <laughs> lagoon. You're the Nalu lagoon. You are Mr. Uh, lagoon. There's fucking no two ways about it. Well, but it's it's yeah it's it's the site at Nalu out of like a hundred campsites. You know, there's a there's a whole lot of rocky cliffs in front of most of the campsites, but there's obviously a epic lagoon which is perfect for families. Got a bit of sand, unbelievably snorkeling. That's where you drop your tinny in. Blah blah blah. It's the best best campsite there and obviously your old mm. boy has just been booking it out for six months solid for the last 20 years so you've been there as a well, young kid well that was kid. until about i don't know about 10 years ago he had a bit of a bit of a blue with the oh, yeah. owner station yeah. owner and yeah well, he's yeah. like well i fight yeah <laughs> whatever whatever went on i don't really know but pretty much be squatting rights there for you guys <laughs> really wouldn't there because oh. mate and and you guys you know everyone who's anyone who's anyone up there knows that you know you guys have got like fucking two caravans and set it like you can roll in like my very first time i rolled in to nalu i remember you staying with us like yeah. well, i think we're up we we're up on next to the yeah, toilet you weren't in the lagoon actually but nah. me and keely bremner rocked up in my sandman yeah and, uh, and taco sandman, rocked up as well yeah and and we were we didn't stay with you but we we were basically about 30 meters away and we had 20 liters of water and a and a gas cooktop and that was it and we we're just cooking on the tailgate and keely knew you guys and yeah. next minute we're having buffet dinners of fucking this and that in the Simpsons residence. I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you've watched it a lot. And mate, your uncle was Jack McCoy. You were there making, you were involved in the psychedelic desert groove one and two, no doubt, yeah, the Billabong yeah. Challenge. And yep. mate, um, as I say, we could have gone so many ways yeah. and we still can. And we're going to try to pull as many cool stories out, but we'll try not to go for four hours. We'll try and go two and a half or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mate, tell us about the Billabong challenges because you were, oh, what, how old were you? Like 10 or 12? Well, I think the first one I was 14. Oh yeah? Um, whatever one that was. And then the and, second and one. No doubt, your dad was pretty was much. That was Slater and Johnny oh, yeah. Boy and Potts and. The oh, second one? So oh, you, you weren't there for the first one? No, I was there for the first one and oh, okay. the second one. So oh, yeah. yeah, it was like a full family affair. So it was like yeah. me, mum, dad, my sisters, Kelly, Jack, their kids, yeah. Then we had a team. Kelly is like, in um, your auntie, Kelly. Auntie Kelly, yeah. Yep. And Jack McCoy. So, yeah, that yep. was the one, Kelly Slater. And um, I think Rob came, it was, Rob came on both of them, Rob Machado. Yep. But, yeah, they just, all those lads were great lads. And you, I remember, you probably like, had the best set up there, didn't you? Yeah. What were you going to um, say? Well, Sorry? we had caravans. The boy, we set all the boys up with tents. Yeah, they all yeah. had tents. And, and then we just had, like, two big marquees where we just, like, serve them up buffets. like Sick. So and you had the ping pong table. Yeah, I remember seeing that footage. Yeah. I mean, but your your dad and Jack would have been master of ceremonies in a way. They would have been running the show. Yeah, right? yeah. We had we had Rabbit there. Rab, you know, Rabbit was always he was running things. It was a, it was a good it was a good time. Oh, fuck well, yeah. mate, Those it was bloody iconic videos. Oh, awesome! Tell it, tell, oh, it, tell us about some memories from. Oh, those I movies. remember. I think I don't know if it was the first one or the second. I think it was the second one. And, you know, like, Oki was like an uncle to me. Like, you know, we'd spent, like, he'd spent three months when he, you know, (laughs) before, when he got, yeah, when he got fat and when he was, he was like, you know, yeah. So he come live with us and, um, and, but not just once, like quite a few times. So Oki was like my uncle. Yeah. And I remember like he got crook. Like it was, it was like, like it was on, like they were going to, you know, make the contest was on and he had the flu. Really? And I remember he had the just, COVID. He had something. <laughs> he was he was like he was talking about not going in it. And really? I was just, you know, you know, the little cheeky as fuck Grom just fucking around you know, yeah. listening to everyone what everyone was saying and I, yeah. and he's like I can remember him, he was like, I'm not going I'm not going in it. Fuck this, I'm fucking sick as fuck. And um 
I just went up to him and I said, Oki, pull, like, fucking pull your socks up or something. Just like, <laughs> fucking, fucking, don't be a pussy or something. I just give it to him. And yeah. fucking, he just turned around and fucking started chasing me. Really? <laughs> and like, I remember it was just like, fucking, Oki's after me, running like, fuck. And he's tripped over and just fucking, pull, <laughs> landed fucking on his face. No way. <laughs> I just kept running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but um, he went in and I think, he, you know, like, I think that was when they, that, I think it might have been the second one and, and um, what was it? The first one he actually won. Did he win one of them? He did one. Yeah, I can't remember. Mate, oh. I should know. I watched both I of should, them about I should fucking two hundred times. You I should know you 15. were there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I was baked <laughs> the whole time I was watching them two hundred times in a row. So I can't be held. But accountable. anyway, tore it to bits, and I, yeah. it was yeah, it was all good. And then he fucking gave me a big hug anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I was Sick. that bit of encouragement that he needed. Yeah, wicked, <laughs> mate. You just uh, have a sip of cold cheeky monkey there. Oh man. Um, they're good. It's a nice brew, the old cheeky monkey. Oh, it is, it is. Mate, um, let's stay on those Billabong challenges because they're so fucking iconic. Yeah. Um, wh- what else? What, what was your job? Surely you would have been were oh, you a little well, dishes, was, were actually, you the dish actually, pig? Or what they actually you? didn't have a flag, you know, like the red flag, green flag sort oh, of set up. No, they, just had, stuff, yeah. they just had Jace on the top of the ute fucking swinging a jumper. So you were, swing, a, you were on the I top was of like, the ute. I was like, heat's on, boys. Oh, right. It was no priority. It was just green <laughs> was for go just and red for stop. Heat. They were 90-minute heats. So it was, yeah. it, was all, well, it was all about getting the best waves and, you know, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was mad. I, I wish they'd had it better than what they'd had it. Like, I mean, one, yeah. one day that was the most perfect day, but it was just a little bit small. Oh, right. Like, I think for the final of the, of the or the when they ran it the first time. And then the second time they ran it, the swell was there, but it went one of those nor'easters and it started yeah, blowing right. up the face. So they never really had it that good. Yeah. It would, you know, like, I, I mean, remember not, when Stomper, yeah. like, when Stomper was trying to, like, he was sort of trying to push it. Yeah. Mike McAuliffe. Mike McAuliffe. And, um, you know, like, still Nalu, you know, all those comps were on. I, I, you'd still love to see the world's best on fucking, on its day there. It's as yeah. fucking good as it gets. It's such a catch-22, isn't it? You yeah. want to see the best, but then it doesn't need to be any more crowded, that's for sure. Nah. And it's a fragile ecosystem and all it the rest. Is. So it's such a catch-22. Well, that's but you'd right. Love but to I mean, you'd love- look at the fuckheads left fucking that many goats in there. It's like, like I've been, I went there like last year yeah. and I've been there for a couple of years and, from when we were going 15, 20 years ago, like, like there was green, there was tree, like there was those trees and it was, yeah. you know, a now couple, it's just fucking yeah. dirt. Yeah. Like I've, it's I've, rooted. I heard someone complaining about that uh, when I was up there last year. Nath Brezhnack was... Oh, yeah. Was, he, he's a big yeah, advocate for it all. He's an angry young man. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy We about, love you, Nath. We love you, Nath. But uh, <laughs> he was not happy about the goats. And I, I didn't know because I hadn't been there in years and he was giving me the rundown and he was, uh. yeah, he was like the goats of... Yeah. Just ruining it. So, and in this day and age, they would put so much effort into environmental consultation and shit like that. They would probably do it, but mate, it's it's busy enough already. I don't think yeah. we need the rest of the world seeing it. But by the same token, I love watching surf comps in good waves. So, oh. what do you do? It's you're you're almost like um, you know, you're a bit of a uh, a hypocrite if you. Oh yeah, it's like. Everyone wants to watch a comp in good ways, but no one wants it in their own nah, hometown. That's yeah. why Margie's Mains is perfect. It's like, yeah, let them have it. You know, yeah. like, it's Margie's. But, yeah. But anyway, but mate, what about, um, uh, were you dish pigging up there? Or you must have been, they must have had been cracking the whip on you, were they? Um, yeah, I think I was doing the dishes. But, yeah. you know, I was like the oldest, the oldest of like three sisters. And, yeah, so, and then Jack and Kelly, they had two kids and so my cousins. All and, the kids were just So, you know, I was probably doing a bit of, bit of, 
babysitting or, you know, like just oh, yeah. being the older kid. And, yep, yep. Well, but, you know, I was just giving them, I was just, you know, like obviously like, fuck how lucky was I really? Oh, you know, I had all the, you know, like hanging out with the best pro servers in the world, just yeah. fucking sitting there hanging off every word. Yeah. Like I was making one of the most iconic surf movies of all time. Amazing. That basically set the precedent for the world tour now. And that's yeah. what I was alluding to at the start. I'm like, you had a very unique surfing with, upbringing, upbringing that yeah. we will that will come out later and this is exactly what i was alluding to yeah um mate tell us about uh that was a good one of Oki. was there anyone up there that just couldn't handle the camping i, oh, I remember well, sonny uh, garcia spitting it on the video once so was there anyone who was just like where the fuck are we like what's going on here oh mate so well you know what everyone just loved it for the experience yeah sunny you know and you never know what people have got going on in their life or yeah you know, whatever. But he'd drive to Carnarvon every fucking day. So he'd st he stayed in a hotel room in Carnarvon and he'd drive out every day. He had a brand new Commodore, Commodore when he started. And by the time, <laughs> mate, the thing was falling to bits. <laughs> like, so he was doing 200 out to the fucking three mile every day or out to yeah, Nala. For those that don't know, it's what, 100, what is it? 150 100, Ks. 150 Ks of heavily, well, 100 Ks of well, heavily it, corrugated track and then it used to be way worse than what it is now did it yeah right so he was doing that every day 300 k is every day every day so yeah, you know because he didn't want to sleep in a tent didn't want to you know just wanted a hotel room mate i don't know i, I reckon even if you went into carnarvon now a hotel room would be a pretty generous description of what's on offer for rent <laughs> eh? like, mate, wouldn't <laughs> have been much mate. kicking around back then would uh, it? oh the gateway was still there mate oh was it yeah, yeah look good 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 honest motel was it uh, good honest motel the yeah. gateway yeah right i think you know had a hot shower and a dunny i guess that's it which is more than what was going on up there and uh any other memorable performances that really stuck out in you around the campfire or anything from those um, desert groups? i remember that i remember the local tribe um coming out um well aboriginal tribe yeah yeah so they came out and served up a heap of like kangaroo stew and shit like that and I, oh yeah i can't I was jack like, mccoy was always very aboriginal orientated yeah a lot earlier than a lot of people lot, yeah you know he was always putting well that's right we had, we had soundtracks um, and stuff andrew Ferg, uh, fergie oh yeah that guy so from Coffs he, Harbor. Pa he passed yeah. away yeah yeah um, yeah so you know he we he worked with a lot of aboriginals and you know he was one of the best aboriginal surfers there i think there was yeah um fergie and yeah um oh yeah but fuck yeah, I was lucky over that long period of time, like because, um, and you know we were good mates with um, Gordon Merchant. He was the owner of Billabong, so he'd yep. come and stay with us too. At, at, and so, and just all those, all those, just all those films, all the boys, you know, Manga Barry and yeah. Margo. We're getting, and, we're getting to them. Don't worry. There's, <laughs> no, there's no way this interview wasn't going to go on without me asking about Bunyip Dreaming and Sons of Fun and shit. But I met, uh, I'm I met, still still on the desert. Let's. Yeah. Um, uh, unless no, what were you going to say then? Let you go first, and then we'll. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because PK Peter King. So Peter King, I remember he came to a house. I think I was about ten the first time. He gave me a skateboard. He was a sick skater. Yeah. Got me right into skating. Um, gave me a skateboard. Um, but he also came to the first challenge. I yep. think yeah, PK. Yeah. And you know he was a fucking good surfer in his own right, PK. Like fuck but then by by came when he came to that nalu that second time or came to that time he um i remember him just bloody taking off on this wave and just getting absolutely lit up 
just yeah, right. hadn't been surfing too much. He just, yeah. you know, all it takes is a little, you're off off that fucking point whatever a second and you're oh, going to get lit up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surfing for 20 years every day, I still get lit up. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, mate, what about... Um, what about when it was all said and done for that first time around and everyone must have been pretty excited and, and surely felt like they'd captured something great? Yeah. Uh, was there a big celebration around the campfire? Did anyone put um, in a memorable performance there? Oh, well, I think I was I was a bit young. So I was, yeah, so I was you probably... Drinking, you were probably going to bed. I was, yeah, I wasn't yeah. drinking. Yeah. I was probably smoking a couple of quiet thinnies. Yeah, may or may not have. May, may, or, not, may <laughs> or may not have. <laughs> but um yeah pots was always pots was a good one for you know like i think i might have heard a couple of stories about pots that i'd probably not yes yeah. like to say yeah around but the campfire getting around excited the campfire. Yeah. yeah getting up oh that's getting good excited. Yeah. but you know like cali he was he was he was all about just fucking living life like he'd be up first up you know yeah. like i remember he'd just be like come on let's go fishing we'd be like trying really? to catch sharks off the reef or really yeah yeah and 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 Luke Luke Egan, mate, Luke Egan's a bloody legend. Yeah, you know, um, you know, he was always want to go fishing, want to do just whatever. That's what you got to do in the desert. You got to be up early, and up you're in bed early, early, really. Yeah. I mean, if you're up around the campfire for any longer than say two hours after the sun went down, you're sort of doing it wrong, aren't you? Yeah, really. that's right. Unless it's a real special night. Nah, that's yeah, and you, you know you're gonna have a tin watching the sun go down. Oh yeah, and you, but your dinner's gonna be ready as well. Yeah, that's right. You know, you have four tins, but yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not you're not up at ten, still nah. drinking tins. You're usually done by nine thirty. Nah, like. so and that just breeds to get up early the next day. Yeah, that's right, because that's yeah. what it's all about up there. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, you don't want to miss sunrise in the desert. It's fucking special. Way. Oh, it's beautiful. Watching that big orange orb come over the horizon is pretty epic, mate. You, you like you can hear those waves, and you're like yeah. you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning. You can hear it thundering, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna go up there." And uh, mate, that was the first time a lot of people had seen the right monuments. Up yeah, there. were you there that day? That, they paddled out. Did you? Go I actually watch? didn't. I didn't see that live. Yeah. Um, but you know, well, you, it's the 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 proofs in the footage. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seeing Kelly Slater in that tube looking at the sky. Yeah. But pretty much I think uh Powley, Sunny and I think it was a goofy foot I went out there. Yep. And like they all struggled. Like because yeah. it, it was big and raw. It was that was like there was like 10 footers coming through that day and that's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty gnarly. It's, if I'm going to surf that wave it's going to be like 6 foot low top it's just got to be perfect. But that be, thing was yeah. there was some big out like it was raw yeah and um That's and slater just he just went out there and owned it yeah because so even in that early years i was going up a little a lot of people still called it slater's rights yeah but it's finally lost that moniker and gone yeah. back to its authentic monuments. name of, well of monuments. it's yeah. monuments isn't it yeah 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 I've, I've um seen some amazing yeah i've got some of the best footage i've ever shot back in those days was there kieran perro and oh Tomeo Perry. And He's a bloody another good lad. How are you, Kieran? Yeah, shout out to Kieran. I'm sure, mate. You just you, you just know everyone. You mates with everyone. But um, yeah, yeah. You were definitely and, and and you did it in such a. It was just your life. It was not like you were. It's not like you went into the industry as a journalist or nah. a judge or something. You knew everyone. They just were all turning up at your fucking house when you were ten yeah. years old. I was just a lucky grom. I was like, yeah. I was like <laughs> the luckiest grom there was. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. it, it was funny because you know like we had the the billabong connection so it was like 
I used to get all billabong clothes. Oh, and yeah, then, sick. And then my uncle had West suits, so I had like all West suits and West, West suits and West suit weddies. And then my dad's best mate was John Malloy, like Creatures of Leisure. And, nice, and, and Leisure. then yeah. as time went on, uh, Otis. Yeah. So I was just like the luckiest grom ever. I just yeah. had all the clothes, just yeah. like, and all the shit. I had stickers all over you're the my most, <laughs> You were the most... Not that I was sponsored, but I was just lucky. You, you were the most sponsored, unsponsored person in the planet, basically. <laughs> you just had That's as right. much as ever, anyone, except you technically... Did you still put their stickers on your board? Just I out did. Of appreciation? I, I, well, in early days, early yeah, days, I did, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. let's be honest, yeah. in the 80s and you're a kid, or yeah. early 90s, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're sponsored or not. Nah. Oh, you just put stickers on your board. Oh, <laughs> like, stickers that was cool. were cool. Mate, stickers were fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to James Caddo and Keely Bremner who did a six-hour podcast where Kat's um, made a point of saying stickers don't make you cool. But then over the period of the night, we re-voked re, re, uh, that <laughs> statement about 10 times. As all these How is Kat? St- you seen Kat? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, mate, we did this hell podcast. Did you? Um, we got... May or may not have got incredibly drunk in the shed <laughs> <laughs> over six hours. We had to break it up into a three three piece podcast. Um, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. The guy's got some mental stories, as you know. He's a he was a oh, loose cannon. Yeah, he still is. Yeah, you know, good he's on going him. well. That's yeah, where you live good. life. Don't yeah, you? He's, he was living it, um, mate. So yeah, Billabong uh, Desert Challenge movies were incredible. Yeah, um, I watched were. them maybe five hundred times. Pretty sure I watched Bunyip Dreaming and Sons of Fun a thousand and five hundred times. Yeah. You would have been that was all happening around you, I'm yeah. sure. How old were you around those years? Same oh, sort of era? You know, probably from like more eight to eight to fifteen. Yep. They're making green iguana, sons green of fun. Iguana. So yeah, Bunyip so Dreaming. a lot of and a when lot half of, of them were made in WA, weren't they? Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of they always had their well, WA is such a beautiful place. You know, yeah. this area, this Cape to Cape here is just you get your swell, beautiful beach. It's just yeah. you know, the lighting's nice. Yeah. It's just it was uncrowded. It's fresh, then. yeah. yeah. It's, and um and un, and uncrowded and and the locals are friendly and, you they know. Were then. Yeah. yeah. They still are now. Oh, that's they're right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just a lot more people surf and stuff yeah, yeah. these days. Mate, tell us um, some memories that pop into your head of that era when they were making. Did you ever go down and watch any of the filming and stuff when they were filming for Bunyip Dreaming and Sons of Oh, Fun's mate, or? yeah. I would have been in the car quite, like, heaps of times, you know. I was just... Yeah. You probably can't remember specifics. It would have all blended in, I guess, over such yeah, a long period was, of time. Yeah, is there yeah. anything that pops out that, that that when you watched the movie later you were like, oh yeah, I remember that. Do you know what? It's uh, it's been a it's been a long time since I watched any of the oh, movies. Same here. I actually know, watched so them all about two years ago. Yeah. Late night in the shed, went in there and I got the remastered DVD box set and we went through them and you know we may or may not have had a few. <laughs> <laughs> We're up pretty late, <laughs> had a few coffees. <laughs> we just watched about two or three of them and it was uh, the fucking best thing ever. Oh mate, but we watched them so many times in, oh, you know, um, when we were sort of twenty you know eighteen, and, and you and 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 it probably would if if I watched those movies, yeah, it would bring back certain memories and stuff. I should have made you do some homework before you came in. So can you please watch <laughs> I'm all those? Fucking again? shit at homework though, Adzi. Uh, well, we skipped over that bit. You did get dobbed in by Shaz Barrett when I asked her. Uh, shout out to Shaz and Steve. Um, I said, oh, you got any? You, you you'd have some old school stories for me on Jason. She's like, oh, Jace. 
He was he really hated school. He was no good at school. He really hated it because he was a boat boy. That's what she was claiming. She grew up a boat and they tried to put him in a school and he didn't conform and it was all the teacher's fault and he really really didn't like it. Does that sound about right? Oh shit, I hope that I hope that's right. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, you're you know, not good at homework, but um yeah. mate, uh, see if you can I know I'm putting you on the spot a bit, but yeah. um See if you can, just some of those movies, they're, they're so iconic. I mean, they're absolute Australian surfing folklore. Um, I'm sure they went much further than Australia. They were international oh, folklore, you know, Bunyip Dreaming and Sons of Fun. Um, see, it, uh, there was an epic session. I think it was Bunyip Dreaming of Munger at Supers. Yeah. It had a couple of grunters wave and then yeah. all this water shot at Supers and that was just one of oh, my favourites. Were, were you there that day? Nah, I don't think I don't think so. I probably remember the boys talking about it when they came home oh, that yeah. day. It was just was pretty special. Just stoked, you know. Yeah, and then um, yeah, you go. Nah, nah, you go. Okay, uh, <laughs> and then it was I think maybe I can't remember if it was bunyips or sons. No, it was bunyips again. Yeah, um, mate, what, the waves weren't even that good. It was that little bank at Honeycombs, a right hander. Yeah, and it was the first section of the movie. I think it was Luke Egan and Munger. Yeah, and it's like seagulls. It was called Seagull Dreaming or yeah. something like that. And like, it's forever still to this day. Like, I got mates who like, you know, Thorpey at the Protea Farm and Blakey yeah. at the Hemp Farm. That who they they all live there, grew up there. Yeah, and they all call it the Bunyip drink, the Bunyip Bank, the Bunyip Bank. Yeah, and mate, it wasn't even that good in the movie, no. but it was just a little right warbling along. But it's iconic. Oh, mate, and you know, to Jack's credit, like he made. He, with what he sometimes he had to deal like surfing wise what he shot and what he had to you know the footage he got because he was on like a, a time schedule and he couldn't wait around for when it was amazing or whatever yeah. what what he would turn into like a oh, what do you call it a bloody a feature film. a feature film Basically. you know a, an amazing piece yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah mate i mean that guy's a legend really oh like there's no doubt about that <laughs> you know like Fuck and everything he put his hand, you know, put his hand in on really, like yeah. you know, from Led's fucking Millennium Wave to yeah, you know, like it's uh, mate. Things, if yeah. you could just, you could just probably watch his movies for fucking a month and you just be like, fuck, yeah, how good's this shit, mate? For you sure. know, like Blue Horizon with Raster and yeah, Andy, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's just yeah, but you know, like like I say, it was just fuck. It was just a pleasure just having those people around us as a family and. You yeah. know, we got to grow up with those legends. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, it's just uh, uh, unbelievable it, it, to think of being at this. It'd be the same in this day and age to be a 14-year-old kid and like every alternate month like Taj or Medina or Ferreira or... Yeah. bloody John John or, or someone Geordie Smith is just turning up at your house and hanging out for a month like yeah. there's no it's not happening to anyone right now nah no there's not one kid in the planet that it's happened to but it <laughs> well was so you know it probably does it probably does oh, yeah maybe. And, and, not, and not, not as diverse yeah not as many different pros and and free surfers and industry type because you know back then it, it seems like that you know, they come all the way to Margaret River in West Australia. It was pretty isolated. Yeah. And every single person of note would have probably got their heads up, oh, you know, give George a ring when you're down there and he'll at least point you in the right direction or something. Whereas now, so much more information, so many more people and contacts. It wasn't, probably wasn't, it's probably not as centralised now. Do you reckon that's fair to say? Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, 
and you know they've all got coaches and yeah and teams. and teams and and they've all got connections and they and yeah. they've all you know they do the same thing every year it makes them feel like they're in their in their yeah in their home groove environment home yeah. environment so yeah. you know they and yeah but probably not. I was probably as lucky as any kid ever. Oh, for sure. Because all the Billabong boys would, at some stage, would come. Would they leave? And plus doing the challenges as well. But yeah. Would they leave your boards and all the Boards, shit? skateboards. Really? But, Do you have yeah. any of those boards? You're a turkey because you probably well, haven't no, got any you know of them. Well, no, you know what? I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've only got one. No, because I, I used to ride them. Yeah. Cause I'd always, them. So I'd always yeah. ride a fucking board that was way too big for me. Oh, yeah. Because they were big, they were big banana nose big, fucking yeah, 90 like sausages, weren't they? <laughs> Actually, still got a board from um, Parco. Do you? Yeah, that he brought. He was in free as a dog oh. because they come and did that little segment up at Nalu too. I was in that. Yeah, Mate, I was in free as <laughs> yeah, a dog. Gee, woo. Yeah, they put me in the credits, <laughs> and I did this stinking top turn on a singly, and, and it was like one of those. I think it was like one of the gag, for, you know, in the, in the credit section. Yeah, and he, and Jack put a little. Obviously, my style was all bent over like I was doing a fart, and as I went past him and did a top turn, he. He put a, a few little um, animations of a fart noise coming out my bum. And, and I'm like, I don't care. I was just in free of a dog. I was in free as a dog. Oh, and then because I lent Parco my single fin. Yeah. A, a little four foot centuries afternoon. Yeah. And he got and in the same credit section, he there's a wave of Parco riding one of my singlies. How good. That was fucking sick. Mate, yeah. I actually, that, that was funny, that trip. that board for a bag of buds. But anyway, um, yeah, go on. <laughs> well, I remember I remember paddling out at, um, I think we paddled out at the Bluff one afternoon. You know, like, like look. Go down the bluff, low tide, Arvo. And I remember one of the locals, I forgot, I forgot who it was, but one of the local boys, one of the old fellas, he's like, to Parker, he's, he's like, you should just be going goofy to Parker. Parker. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> so the next two waves, Parker's just taken off and just got barreled goofy. No way. Yeah. Fuck. I thought he's that was like, fucking sick. And then he's just like, any other request? You're a sick cunt too, Parker. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, he's, he's, he's a, definitely a good guy. I've, I've yeah. only met him a couple of times, but he's always been really nice to me. He loves yeah. his fishing. Yeah, he does. Um, mate, so, <coughs> yeah, so you got one board left, a Parco board. Like, yeah, mate, Parco board, six You would have had so many of Oki's boards so, and Mungers yeah. and Luke But even like, you? I used to get boards off like fucking Mitch Thorson and, um, you know, just, yeah, fuck. Yeah. But you just, you never think, you know, like oh, if you. At the time. That's right, yeah. I wasn't thinking, oh, I'll fucking nah. keep this board, put it no on my way. wall. I'll be like, oh, fuck, I won't ever go on that. 16, <laughs> you're just paddling out of rabbits and Smith's Beaches and just snapping them. Yeah. I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's totally. epic. Mate, uh, you want another beer? How's your beer there? F- yeah, I'd bloody, let's do it. All right, let's press, press pause and we'll uh, get another cheeky monkey. All right. You're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast, and I'm Kelly Slater. G'day everyone, thanks for listening, check out some of our sponsors, they're all bloody awesome, Forrester Estate Wines, top quality local wines, Cheeky Monkey Beer, the best damn beer in the southwest. Shark Eyes Wetsuits, absolute gold, Athletic Greens, take control of your health, and Down South Physio, look after your body, stay in the water, thanks for listening everyone, you. That's pretty lucky. Yeah. Mate, um, talking about... Um, um, bouncing back from fucking low points in people's lives, uh, I guess there's a lot of people do, but yeah, we only hear about the more famous ones. Um, Benny Cousins, one of the, well, not one of, but, you know, the greatest Australian West Australia football, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, you know, Brownlow Metis, captain of the Eagles, won premierships. Every mate, 
we don't need to introduce him, but nah. apparently when he was going through tough times, which let's be honest, there was fucking a, a very, very yeah. long, many years of... Oh, uh, mate, they, they, you have to feel for his family, you know, like... Yeah. But you know what? But, but Benny's so basically a, someone said, hey, why don't you go and speak to George and the Simpson family? Yeah. Because, you know, they've dealt with a few rock star surfers over their time and helped them with some fishing and surfing, organic, wholesome life goodness. Yeah. And um, and he went and, and did a couple... Where did, what do you do? Stints with you down south or in the desert or what um, happened? Yeah. So I think um, Bill Mitchell, who used to be like CEO of the West Coast Eagles, he... Um, who owns a killer house on top of Smith's Beach. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he approached dad and just said, you know, like Benny's off the rails and, you know, we need to fucking straighten him up and sort him out. Is this while he was still playing? Yeah. So... Yep. Well, the first time there's two times and, and I happened to be in Nalu both times and Phil Reed came. Phil um, Chopper Reed. Phil Chopper to, Reed or Chop. Shout out to Chopper. Who's yeah, just he's a, a bloody legend, Chopper. A, mate, he's a fucking absolute <laughs> tube pig, pig these days. Yeah. Fuck, I always see photos of him in this big, oh. huge, deadly tubes. Oh, he's he's got to be the best surfer that the West Coast Eagles has ever produced. I reckon. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Old Turles used to have a go, but yeah, fucking... Turley, number seven. Yeah. Oh, he was my favourite. He was my favourite. And Maney. Maney was a fucking Chris ripper. Chris wearing, yeah. yeah. But they weren't packing pits like fucking... Not like Chopper. Fucking Chopper. Well, he's just done... He's done his time, Chopper. He goes to he goes to um, Kandui and yeah, just spends months and... Getting heavy barrels. And Nalu. Like his yeah. best, you know, good mates. So shout out to Luke Wiles. Um, Luke Wiley. Luke Wiley, you know. Uh, good mates with Luke Wiley and they fly up to Nalu yeah. on a swell and... Yeah. Pick it when it's good and it helps when you. And I'll actually shout out to Luke because he's fucking looked after me over the my Is years. Steve Irwin salute right there. It's a Steve Irwin salute. Double Luke. thumbs up. Double thumbs up. You know, he's giving Luke me a, Wiley. He's giving me a couple of flights in and out of Nalu and Have you, has he I actually remember Earth? one of my best ever toe set. Well, my best ever toe session was with Luke Wiley at the Exmouth Bommy. Really? Another guy called Glenn Moltoni. Oh yeah. Tell us about it was that. Fucking we'll like. Come back to the, yeah, yeah, but it was like it was six to eight foot. It was it was as good as X Mouth Bomby could get high tide, yeah. And we just fucking oh, I remember getting fucking tubed off my head. I think Luke he said he still got it on film. Really? But yeah, Sick. like I got to get used to the toe board because you can't move, can't move your feet. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, just like Jace has gone totally off mic because he was squatting down <laughs> in the tube position there. <laughs> but <cool>. um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was we had this amazing session, and then I remember, we were probably tying it for about four hours, and it started to get shit actually, and. Then Camel paddled out on his fucking ten foot board and told yeah. us that we couldn't fucking weren't allowed to tow anymore. We weren't allowed to tow anymore because there was a paddle. Because he wanted and to we're make like, we'll to tow you in, Camel. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. How you going, Camel? Yeah, because um, I know Camel yeah. pretty well. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'd caught all the fucking good waves by then, anyway, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. Anyway, back to the Benny. So, well, so, so Luke flew you in from what from Perth to that. Just did a swell run. Said, "Hey, let's go." No, nah, I was in Exmouth. Oh yeah, sorry. But actually, once we did finish that, yeah. And we, oh, that um, was the one that connected you. He flew me back to Nalu. Went had to go to Nalu because my girlfriend and my sister were, and dad, I think, well, you know, dad had his camp set up, so Sick. he flew me into Nalu from Exmouth, which was good. Oh, that's awesome. And and you, have you jumped on his plane a couple of times from Perth or? Um, never from Plurth. It was always just flying northwest, In northwest, northwest. Exmouth, and and to Nalu and back. Oh, sick! But yeah, the boys. The um, I, I think the last time I was at Nalu, it was 
I know I was just got on the piss and sat on the hill because I rocked up at the car park and someone had broke their ribs and I was like, oh, I don't think I feel like I'm up to it this today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they rocked up and I watched. I just sat on the sat on the sat on the hill and and this was after uh, Luke had had his injury out there and I see a real bad one, didn't he? To put it, yeah, he did have a he had a fucking vertebrae and yeah also he was out for months yeah yeah like yeah, lucky long time yeah 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 it's a dangerous wave and he charges he charges yeah, yeah. oh there's yeah. a lot of fucking charges i'm not one of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm not one of them anymore either. yeah oh, you've charged a few mate i've seen you charge you've charged more than me that's for sure it's uh i'll charge a big fat one <laughs> no problems there but those shallow double step and monster ones are a bit different Ooh. yeah yeah but yeah. uh nah yeah, cool. So, uh, so yeah, where where we were back to where um, Benny Cousins came yeah, to so seek refuge in the desert with yeah. the Simpson clan and said, "Put me on the Oki path." Basically, is that pretty the much? So we had a Benny up there, and fucking Benny has got balls of steel. Because I mean, he was a surfer, but never like Turley or Maney or nah. or Chopper Reed. He, he, he didn't. Was, he he didn't a, look quite. He, sorry, Benny. Yeah. I'm going to tell the story, but yeah, you don't look. Truth. You don't look quite right in the water, you know. Surely you I look surf. like a football. Do I surf better than Benny? <laughs> Let's hope yeah, so. Yeah, well, you've got a better style. Fuck, that's, <laughs> it'd be splitting hairs, I reckon. <laughs> but fuck, he's got some balls. I Has remember, he? like, I think, fuck, I remember, I was just, he took off on this one at Centenary and it was like coming onto the low tide and it was fucking thick as fuck. How and big I just, are we talking? I've come in and I'm actually climbing up, you know, probably eight foot. Oh, eight like, foot? Like a proper. Oh, like a proper that back bubble take off. Just the fact he's even out there is solid. Yeah. Like, like you know, he, he had actually absolute balls of steel. Really? Benny. Well, makes, yeah, that, I mean, that's not so, surprising. So, yeah, no, so, um, yeah, I should start from the start, but well, he come up. He, now, tell us about the eight footer first. Yeah, we'll yeah, so I'm climbing up the hill and I just seen him take off and he made it, but it was that, that section between Toomey's and Senna's in Toomey's. Yeah. And he just, he just didn't look like he knew whether to pull in or fucking straighten out. Oh, no. And he is just fucking lip in the back. It. Is he a natural footer? Natural footer. Oh, so just straighten the Mate, back of the head. He's come in, come in. He's like, I've fucking torn my groin. So <laughs> that's a footballer's injury, isn't it? <laughs> Why did he do it? He out just, there? oh yeah. Well, he's lucky he didn't fucking break a, something. a hip or something. Oh yeah. mate, something. Fuck. Because it's, it's the heaviest part of the whole reef. Oh, that's right. You yeah. don't, you've got to either you you've got to commit or you've got to you got to do something. You've got to fucking not be there not where it's gonna, going like this. Yeah, yeah. You got to not be um, indecisive it, at that point. Nah, that's either right. Either got to straighten out or you got to pull in. And he so, didn't do either. But mate, I yeah, tell so you, so take us back to the start then. So um, he did his groin. He was fucked. so he did his yeah. But he came. He came. Yeah. So anyway, he 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 came. And he trained. He couldn't. He didn't go back to training straight away when he when he because he did three weeks with us up there. Yeah. And and Phil and there was one of Benny's mates from when he was a young fellow. I forgot his name. But um, yeah. So and fucking eat. Benny could fucking eat. He really? could eat three plates of food, and it's like. But anyway, sorry. Mark McKinnon actually dobbed you in for oh, saying, really? mate, fucking Jace can <laughs> eat, mate. Like, you got no idea. He'll order, you go to a restaurant, you'll order one of everything on the menu. And then if he likes something on your plate, he'll reach across and grab that too. So, <laughs> fucking Thanks, sounds, like you're, sounds like you're throwing well, rocks well, in glass because, houses yeah, here, mate. Nah, because I've never met anyone so, who could so eat. If you're, so, if you're saying that about him, then he must be able to eat. <laughs> oh, mate. He, um, yeah, so... Benny, 
he came, you know, so he, you know, he, he had a proper drug addiction. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, and you, knowledge. well, yeah, but yeah. you know, obviously you can't read like everything you hear in the news. You can't take it for gospel, can you? No, it's like, right. but you know, he actually, I don't we take had the these, Bible for gospel even. We, t- we had these conversations, <laughs> we had these conversations and it was like fucking, you know, he was proper hooked on drugs yeah. and, um, and I hear he's doing well now like yeah yeah i've seen that in the last six months yeah media clips because he's a black you know like he's a fucking top bloke benny i'm sure he is he is at and the bottom of it all and you know like you know he fuck, i'm gonna tell this story benny but okay you know this he was, he was telling happens. me you know like it didn't matter what like he was just hooked on drugs like he went to training like full eagles training and after taking fucking um Prozac, is it or Viagra? Viagra, and <laughs> really? so yeah, he why was would telling he take me, that before training? Because he was hooked on drugs. So he, he, he remember having Viagra. He had Viagra before training, not <laughs> not just once, multiple times. Just full training, full Eagles training, and fucking running around with a barred up fucking <laughs> cock with all the boys. I was like, you fucking, you what? serious, Benny? <laughs> why? Just because he needed some just, hit of well, something. Something. But wow, you know, his, his story was that he would like, mate. He, he would, um, fucking, like, play, like he would finish a game. Yep. Get so and get go out on the piss and get fucked up yep. for like three days. Have a three day bender. Yeah. Have to be good by Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And then run it out. Yeah, fucking I'd proper fucking run it out. Just proper run it out. Proper like, run it out, and then he was good for the next game. Running and that, it and, out till you collapse, sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I but anyway, like he that. he I remember he, after that he he came to Nalu, he did that, and he came. That up was there the first time. Sorry, yeah. the second time he did his groin, but the first time he he, he just you know like ate good food, ran every day. He wasn't sneaking day. anything in in his tent. Didn't you don't sneak reckon? anything in, and yeah. he fucking went and played a game like straight in, like like I think How long he left Nalu like five days later. He yeah. played a game against Sydney. Yeah. And was best on ground, 38 possessions or something. Just fucking nailed it. Was that mid-season when he was in Nalu or was it pre-season, you reckon? No, that was like like coming up to the finals or something. Oh, really? So mid-season? Mid-season. And how long did he go up there for? That first time was three weeks. Really? So mid-season, coming into finals, and Bill Mitchell's just shipped him off to the Simpsons camp at Nalu and said, this is what you need. This is what you need. Went out, played the game of his life that that first week back, but then... But then I just, mean, he had a problem. Yeah, strength, and, and you know, and, and and he, you know, fuck. Everyone knows Benny's story. Yeah, everyone knows it. I mean, let's be honest, mate. You're young, good looking, got a shit ton of money, and everyone fucking gives you everything for free, and chicks are throwing at you, mate. Shit. Let's be like, as if I wouldn't have done the same. Yeah, you know, it would be pretty hard not to go down the path that he went down. Like he probably took it a bit far, but it would, you know, it's a step by step process, and it would be pretty easy to end up where he did He'd, if you right. had those opportunities that he had. You know. Yeah. But yeah, and so there you go. So the Simpson uh, School of Rehab, so, yeah, which involved fishing. He came, he came fishing a couple of times. And, we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't, it, couldn't yeah. heal Benny, but you know what? He've had a fucking good time while he was there. Yeah. And, did and but still, I remember like, and you know, like we always used to do it, is when, you, when a big fucking wave comes and we're all sitting out the back. Yeah. And you fucking call someone in. Yeah. You're like, you know, because back, back then, like, you know, there'd only be five or six of us or seven of us and we're all sitting on the peak. And it was a thing. Like, I mean... 
you know, it was your turn if you were sitting in the thing. But if, if it was, if it was your turn and you're like, I don't want this one, you go, Benny. <laughs> you're just selling him And monsters. then you just fuck, and then Would Benny's he? over the falls. But, you know, ah. like, fuck, he'd have a go, mate. Wow. Fucking love that guy. Well, that's why he just put his head down in the scrums, didn't he? When <laughs> big bloody, because he's not, I mean, he wasn't the tallest guy. He was obviously built like a brick shit house, but, yeah. um, you know, he went in for the hard ball, mate. It was, a, you know, everyone always knows. You can always see someone who's like gets heaps of possessions and a great player, but they sort of scout around the edges and pick off the fluff. But that yeah. wasn't him. He went in for the hard ball. So just whatever it took. I'm not surprised he just put his head down when he blatantly wasn't capable of paddling into an eight footer at centuries. But yeah. you can't uh, convince him it was probably the best thing he could do at the time. And he, yeah. he just went. Had to go. <laughs> <laughs> Good entertainment. Oh, mate, that's awesome. All right, well, jeez, uh, where the hell are we? Uh, let's let's go back to the notes here, um, <coughs> mates. Um, early surf holidays. I've got a note here, but we sort of touched oh, on that. I had an early surf. We went. To oh, Hawaii. Yeah? I went to Hawaii in like when I was fifteen. Mum oh, and, did you? Mum and dad took us to Hawaii. Like me yeah. and my three sisters. Yeah. Went to go to Hawaii. Like we're in the international airport. Dad left his wallet with ten grand cash on the bench. 10 grand cash. Yeah. I suppose that was just well, the way you did back in the day, wasn't it? Mate. You're a fisherman. You just cashed in for the season and yeah. there was no who bloody... Ca- who, carry, was no- who carries around 10 grand cash in their wallet? Oh, but fucking dad did. <laughs> Put his wallet on the bench. Some fucking guy just fucking walked past, slipped it in, fucking no. lost 10 grand before he even left. Where, where was that? In Perth International Airport. No way. 10 grand. Holy Bang. shit. Banger. Wow, that's <laughs> gnarly. Because there's no comeback from that, is there? Nah, well, it's sort, no, of, like, it's sort oh, of, it's sort of ruined credit. our holiday a little bit. Oh, but no, no shit, it fucking ruined your holiday. But we still went to Hawaii for like, so we were so lucky as kids. We went, we, so we went to Bali first. Yeah. Had Christmas in, in Bali. Yeah. And then got on the plane on Christmas Day and flew to Hawaii and had two Christmases. Wow. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so doubled pl- back, yeah, double back, yeah. That's pretty sick. So we had two Christmases. And then, yeah, and then we had um, New Year's Eve with, like, Ant-Man, Pato, and um, Courtney Gray. Oh, yeah? And I think I, I think I, because I was, like, 15, but I, they let me have a puff of a thinny. Yeah, yeah. May or may not have happened. May or may not have happened. <laughs> Was that well, the year? probably Ma- did. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> Everyone knows what that oh, means. Was that so the year Marty Chandler was there? Because Marty Chandler came and did in, a, in an interview here and said one New Year's Eve he was there with, um, I think, Courtney Gray and Ant-Man. Some punk band was playing. Oh, it might and have been he, another year. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he went and did this cartwheel off a fucking cliff and thought it was sand dunes, but it was really <laughs> rocks and just fucking got all busted up. Wasn't that year? You wouldn't have been up that no, late anyway. Yeah, nah, it was just wasn't that year. It was like I think I remember like staying up for like the new year and it was like Courtney and Ant and yeah, sick. But I seen Marty out in the surf the other day. I fucking hadn't had a surf for a while and that went out and yeah, seen cool. Fucking Marty's a legend too. Marty's he's a Steve Irwin all day he's long. He's a fucking day. major Steve double Irwin. fucking shuckers is for it, yeah. Marty. Yeah, for sure. So he's a true, tell true us one. A, so you were telling us about yeah early surf holiday there in yeah. Hawaii. I can't believe your dad got ten large stolen in what like ninety one or ninety two or something. Oh no, nah, that, would have been that like was 95. no. So that no, that was um ninety five ninety six. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of and fucking we, money then. That's like tw- oh, easy twenty five thirty now. Fuck, maybe forty. I got there. I, mean, I had fuck. like a few boards. I had like a um, an eight foot mel, which I sort of I used to compete in like eight foot mels and stuff. Yeah, like you're that. on the mels early, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. but I because your dad I, your dad moved to mels early, didn't he? Really, in this day he, and age. Well, he mate, he come from that era where it was big boards. 
Yeah. So big, thick boards. Yeah. And even the singleies and, 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 and yeah. But he used to surf, you know, eight foot fucking centuries, like a fucking eight, nine foot mel. Yeah. And and not, but not paddle in from way out, like turn around underneath and just do a fucking free fall on eight just foot mel. Stomp it. Yeah. Because he's a fucking, <laughs> he, was a, he was a strong guy, man. Yeah. He still is strong was, now. Yeah. Like, I, I remember um, Pete Freeman who came and did a bit of filming for the, one of the challenges. And like I was driving a tinny because I did a lot of the tinny driving at 15, like um, for the photographers. For like the challenges. Backing in, back in between behind like Toomies and Centuries. Really? And, and getting Centuries. And really? I remember Pete Freeman going, You're driving a tinny at 15, in, trying to sneak in between Centuries and Toomies oh, to get edge, some shots. Just sitting on the edge. Yeah. Fucking hell. And um, I remember like. Pretty sure that was the I remember dad on a, a fucking big one and, and Pete Freeman's just gone, who the fuck is that? Just like dad just turning around, stomping it on a. Big mel. Big, on a big mel and just like pulling into the pit. Yeah. And um, yeah, but. And you're like, that's me dad. That's my dad. <laughs> that's, that's my why dad. I'm, that's why you I'm, can't see that nose from over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nose has got its benefits. But uh, mate, there's, you know, that's why. You would have just looked at him and gone, well, that's why I'm your 15-year-old skipper because that's <laughs> yeah. my dad doing that. Yeah. And that's why I'm your skipper yeah. and you've got a 20 grand camera that's probably worth 100 grand now <laughs> and that's why I'm I'm sneaking you <laughs> in here. Yeah, but um, mate, yeah, that's pretty epic. Where were we? Hawaii. Yeah, so, so Hawaii. Tell us about so, that trip. Yeah, so I remember getting over there and actually TB was there and we stayed in the Billabong house um, for a few nights and Oki... I had like all these little boards that I'd surfed over here and I got over there and, and the, you can just notice that's a notable, noticeable, noticeable, more of a push in Hawaii. Like it's yeah, right. like you can ride bigger boards. Which says a lot coming from here because yeah. everyone says that we're pretty well the closest thing to Hawaii, but yeah. still not well, quite the other the same, place Well, eh? the other place I've been to that's got that push is Canary Islands yeah, over I've in Spain. That. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that called the Hawaii of Europe. Yeah, oh, that had a lot of push. No continental shelf shit. There's yeah, volcanoes. Just fucking yeah. Um, so anyway, Ock gave me a seven footer yeah. when I was 15 or 16. And Sick. So Oki was there too, yeah. obviously. Yeah, Oki yeah. was there. So yeah, we stayed in the house with Oki, Taj. Sick. And I think the backdoor shootout was on. Oh, wicked. Yeah. So, and and, and that, mate, we'd met like um, Johnny Boy Gomes and, um, and Slater. And so we, yeah, we had a wicked family holiday. Yeah, and then we went over to Kauai. Did you, sorry, you, you already met those guys in the in, desert in the, in the desert so you're yeah. just like mate red yeah. carpet with yeah. johnny boy gomes in the mid 90s when he yeah. pretty much wanted to punch everyone he fucking looked at oh he and but he loved like, us. Oh, he oh, loved of course he did you guys <laughs> just fucking cooked yeah. him dinner in the desert for three weeks <laughs> yeah that's fucking he's a good lad mate you've had a unique fucking upbringing <laughs> i tell you thinny and the best part about you is yeah. No, you 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 can drop. You could sit here and drop names. Yeah. For fucking the next ten hours. Yeah. But mate, people wouldn't know it. That's nah. not your gig. You're nah. a fucking a hardworking fisho family oh, man. Yeah. Sneaks out for a surf. Like you're my mate. You're just a normal guy, and Thanks, you've just Eddie. had this fucking unique upbringing, which is just literally. Nothing but a hundred pro surfing uncles. Like it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Sorry, I yeah. digress. Go on. So you went to yeah. Kauai. So I went to Kauai. With Ocky's seven footer under my arm, yeah. and, the, and we we but we fought, we we pulled up at um I think it was Kaliwai, like there's it's like this point, like it's one of the main waves. It's right hander off this point. I think it's oh, I forgot what it's, it's not, name. 
But we met this... Hanalea? Hanna, nah, no, we surf Hanalea oh. Bay, which is oh, yeah. an amazing... I don't know. I just heard about it. But I, that was the biggest... At that stage in my life, it was by far the biggest waves I'd ever surfed. Really? Hanalea Bay. We got it like... It was like 10 foot. I remember just getting these fucking huge fucking waves on the head. Sick. But it's sickest wave. But... um. Yeah, anyway, there's this wave on this point. We, we'll call it Canalea Point. That sounds about right, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah. we, met, we met the main chief there, and which, like, mum still talks to, and, like, you know, you know, it was, it was like, a, quite a spiritual spiritual time, you know? Yeah. Like, well, it's the spiritual in, home of surfing, it isn't is, it? So yeah. why wouldn't it be? That's right. I, yeah. I, I have a little beautiful, like, when then we surfed, I remember with my, because I had my eight-foot Mel surfing, like, um, Honolulu Bay. Yes, sick. At, oh, know, Honolulu Hon- Bay? Yeah, yeah. 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 Not, no, no, not not, no, 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 yeah. no. Waikiki. Yeah, 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 Waikiki, yeah. 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 I was going to say, oh. But, like, it just amazing waves there just peeling like it's for, a magical place it's a Waikiki. magical place you know my first ever stand-up wave was Waikiki was it mate it's bizarre but it? it was yeah. that's crazy it just, it's weird and my dad wasn't really a surfer <laughs> yeah I just happened to be there but anyway on a on a family holiday I won't go into it because uh it's about you today not me but um <laughs> the one thing that it's about us mate it's about, it is about <laughs> us, it is. But I've got a job here to do. Uh, your yeah. missus is ringing here. Colby, yeah. you got no chance. No chance. Oh, no chance. No chance at all. Shout out to Colby. More, more chance <laughs> of me opening the fridge and getting a bloody IPA. Cheeky monkey. Oh, che- oh mate, the, the IPA is beautiful. Yeah. Well, do you need another one? I yeah, do. Okay. okay. Well, you go grab one right. and I'll just baffle some crap here. Uh, what I was saying, Thinny, I'll, I'll turn around and watch you because otherwise I feel like I'm talking to no one. Yeah, sure. I'll have something. Yeah, I'll have one of them too. Um, mate, what I was saying is that it's just so, mate, when you see Waikiki and Honolulu and the bay that it's in and it's warm water and palm trees and the way that wave breaks for like 300 meters without actually breaking, yeah, you can see how surfing started there mm. because those natives would have been out fishing in canoes and stuff and they would have just ridden these swells almost foiling style on this beautiful peeling thing without there ever being danger of like a gnarly lip landing on you and it makes perfect sense as to these islanders after catching their fish and doing yeah. whatever just went you know what having some meat let's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah just, let's go out and and just see on if we logs. can yeah on some literally wooden logs and yeah. catch a few of these things so i can understand um and it, it you would, have been sp- a, would have been a great place to to learn to surf too for oh, a lot of the grommets man. like amazing because I remember just surfing this out, like going padding right out and surfing this real right hander. Yeah, it was it's just, a long way out. It was just perfect. Yeah. Like, and it's like you've, you're going fast yeah, and you're getting clean face, but it's sort of not breaking half the time. Oh. It, it was fucking, um, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's really cool that you can easily see how it started there. And um, mate, you were exposed to Malibu's early. Um, yeah. Like in, mate, if your dad was in this era, mm. like... He would have it would have he would have been on shortboards for another twenty years before he went to Mel's. Really, you yeah. know, like he was a really good surfer. He was a charger. Um, he did go to Mel's quite early in the piece, but uh, at his time when he was hitting forty five in maybe the mid nineties, that's a total guess. But like you know, surfers over forty were were fucking on Mal's then. That's sort of was where the that's where the timeline was, wasn't it? So yeah. And then he he was uh the the what is it the yelling up uh, the yells Mal's yelling up Malibu oh, classic. Yeah. I mean, you guys were a big part of that. So you were probably a young kid hanging around at all oh, those comps. Awesome. And, I used to froth on 
the like, old Mel. Wait for that weekend every year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And you so know, you it's got just a gathering of good people and yeah, good times. Yeah, but, yeah. On the lawn at Yelling Up, and no, I remember, bloody, I was in a team with Bob Monkman, Dad, and Twiggy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Twiggy, the famous photographer yeah. who was Taj's right hand. Yep. Shout out to him. He was yeah. Steve Irwin, wasn't he? He was a fucking beautiful person. Yep. Unfortunately, Love. um, yeah, met his early demise whilst mm. shooting the world tour in France in the early, um, yeah. early to mid two thousands. Yeah. I remember that, but yeah, so you were exposed to Mal's pretty early, and mate, I love a good Mal surf. Like, yeah. and and don't you reckon now, like, how many twenty-two-year-olds now do you see that have got a Mal in their quiver? Like, oh, I reckon like eighty percent of them. I know a lot more yeah. young guys have a bigger board in their quiver. Oh, for sure. Because surfing yelling up when it's fucking yeah, six to eight foot, and, like. Mate, but when we were 22, mm. well, maybe you were on the males a bit. When I was 22, mate, mm. if you pulled a mal out, everyone, you were so worried about your peer pressure and you'd just be like, fuck, that's an old man's board. But no. now everyone's realised that, mate, there's a lot of opportunity you know, that and, a mal presents, you know. Oh, well, you know, it's about like even now, like I'm because I'm not the fittest guy, like I jump, I can be working all year. Yep. Jump on my eight. I've got like I've got I I have an eight foot mel. Yep. I jump on paddle out at yelling up. I'm bound to catch waves. You're gonna catch one. I'm gonna catch one. And you're not just paddling out there when it's one to two foot summer. No. You're paddling out there in six to eight foot winter west swells. And I've I've seen you do that not long ago and, and get beautiful big north peaks out there on your mel. Yeah. That you probably wouldn't have scratched into on a six foot. No, well, not, well, not not you not with have. my level of fitness or yeah, you know the amount that like, you're surfing so, and yeah and you know and I'm not. Don't go out. I just want to get one or two or, and, you know, yeah. not hog a wave. I just want to fucking... You, you want to feel the speed off the bottom. You yeah. want a high line and yeah. you hopefully want to get a Bell's Bowl or maybe a barrel. Yeah. And then do a big heavy cutback. Fuck There's yeah. No, love a cutback. Fucking love a cutback. <laughs> we're not going out there to rip a fucking fins free spinner off the nah. top. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you know, we're out there to ride the power and feel the speed, aren't mm. we? So, mm. yeah, mate... Um, just yeah. to get out there. Just to get out there. Fucking oath. Mate, uh, yeah, so we got pretty sidetracked there. I think, where, yeah. where were we? Hawaii? So, did you ever yeah. surf fucking uh, pipe so or sunset I surfed or pipe. I surfed pipe did you? one How day. big? Oh, about fucking two foot. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, but I've, surfed pipe? I've surfed pipe. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> um, yeah, but I surfed. I've surfed sunset. I surfed, um, oh, what's the other wave across from sunset? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. But How yeah. many times did you go to Hawaii? Just the once, yeah. Just the once, yeah. Just so that came off the back of me asking about early surf holidays. Um, mm. Mate, you mentioned you went to Bali a lot. Maldives, I, I did yeah, Maldives. Yeah, Maldives, you got your best best. Well, Maldives was awesome because... Well, Maldives was awesome because I'd go there with a heap of old boys. Yeah. And we Barry start, Young we, and stuff? Barry Young and yep. all, the bo- all the boys. Like Bob all Mark the old... Man. Yeah, Bob yep. Mark, like... There was a whole team. whole bunch of Steve Irwin salutes in there. Oh, heaps. Yeah. And um, I was just a young fella. I think Macca came with us one one trip, but it was just... Mark McKinnon? Because we get... We stay at past a point or... Um, so you get your own wave. Yeah. And when it got a bit bigger, like none of those guys would even want to fucking deal with it. Really? So it'd just be like as many waves as you could get. It was, like, it was the best surfing holiday I ever had. That's why I went Sick. three times in a row. Yeah, fair call. And... um. Yeah, for my thirtieth, me and me and um, boys went to the Mentowies. We stayed at Kandui. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
Macker and Josh Bresnick and Dan Waddell and Kaylee Brent White and oh, that's an da- all star lineup yeah. right there. Oh Daffy, remember Daff? Yeah, Daff and Dave Judge- Jono and fuck, who else was there? Um, Kane Shepherd, yeah, it was yeah. A, yeah so that yeah, was a good we trip. awesome trip, and Ooh. then. What, bring yeah. bring that up too. Okay. I did, yeah. to mix Go. the old fishing with this with the surfing. Like so, obviously prawn trawling most of my life or trawling most of my life. We um one year I did a trip with fourteen of my mates out to the Montebello Islands and Barrow Island and that. Yeah, off the northwest coast. Off the northwest coast, and we'd always heard there was good waves out there. But I remember one. And you'd up, been fishing inland from there for inland, years. Inland, yeah, so, so we towed out. We towed out two tinnies in um, what boat? In the prawn trawler. In the prawn trawler that yeah. you owned? Yeah. Yeah. Or dad owned at the time. Dad owned. But you were the captain? I was the captain, yeah. Was your dad with you? Nah, dad wasn't. So it's you, the captain, with 13 of your mates. 14 of my mates. Or 13 of my mates. Yeah. yeah. Th- it was and how old were you? I think I was 22, maybe? Oh, 23. What could go wrong? Oh, fuck. Lucky we didn't <laughs> die. Lucky no, no. Anyway, so we took t- we took uh, two tinnies, a jet ski. And my mate Riso Dwyer's fucking thirty or twenty-seven foot fucking big boat, which right. he brought his missus, oh, and he was no. meant to stay on the boat on his boat with his missus. Yeah, I don't know why you'd bring your missus on with fucking 13, 13. 20, 22 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a recipe. for We weren't disaster. all twenty-two. There were some that were twenty-one. It doesn't also. matter, mate. Like <laughs> you're in the testosterone levels were pretty equal amongst that bunch, I reckon. And that would have been very high levels. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we got away. We had some bad haircuts. But yeah. I remember one afternoon. No we, one tried to tune his we, misses? Surely. Fuck no. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> but I remember one afternoon, we just like we were just like cruising down the reef with a boat. Yeah. And um, we got to the top of Barrow Island. And we've just pulled up and there's this, this, this fucking wave, this left hander peeling down. It was like, it was nearly dark, so it was too late. Yeah. So we dropped the fucking anchor. We're just, what, we're just having beers and, and you didn't know doing you, shots and fucking really getting fucking. bad haircuts. And yeah, we were yeah. just watching this peeling, this wave peeling. No, yeah, there was and plenty so we of dropped the anchor. Madness. Yeah. And fucking got up in the morning and like me and me, Simon Barrett and um, Josh Bresnick. Both we, great goofy footers. Great goofy legends. Yeah. Like, had the jet ski that next morning. We fucking just whipped the jet ski over and just, fuck, I just remember Simon Barrett just standing in this fucking arms out, standing in this left-hand barrel. Really? Just getting shacked off his head. Don't but even... we all got fucking barrel, like us three got, everyone was had a hangover and we got, <laughs> we got, but all day. So, but you could surf that wave all day. So that just really? moved up on a, a nice bit of reef on the high tide and then you could just do turns. So I remember like we started tying into it all day. Really? And it was just, I remember. No one like, anywhere. No one anywhere. I, was, yeah. I remember doing six fucking big top turns on one wave. Wow. Just, and we just had the best day of our lives pretty much. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, did, did you have any idea at all where the waves were? I mean, what year are we talking? Probably, what did oh, you say? No. You were 22. So about so, late nineties, early two thousands. Nah. So that's, 2000 and I was 19 in 2000 so, oh, yeah, so 2003 yep yep 2002 so did, what did you have in the way of um like uh electronic um uh gps maps oh we had all that, that shit yeah it was fair it was pretty yeah. pretty solid was it yeah 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 so you had a you had a bit of an idea about 
the reefs and stuff, but did you have any idea about where the, there was no Google earth. You didn't, you didn't know no, exactly where remember, the waves were. I actually or? remember, um, fucking, uh, Vance Burroughs telling me about this wavy surf on the top of Barrow Island. Taj's dad. Yeah. Taj's dad. Yeah. And, um, it, he called it tea trees and he talked about, so I actually, I actually looked at the reef really well when I was there. I think it was a different wave. So apparently when the way, when the swell gets really big, it pushes up around the top of the island and there's this wave that goes for about 800 metres. Wow. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the wave we surf. I think it's, just, it's another wave. Yeah, right. So, but, I mean, we surf like six out of... We're out there for like 12 days or 10 days and we surf six days. Yeah, and we yeah. caught... The amount of fish we caught too was yeah. amazing. But, I mean, good luck to anyone who's listening to this and go, mm. oh, you're blowing out that spot. But in mm. serious, all seriousness... The well, logistics it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Chevron out. gas plant now. Yeah, you, you know. It's a it's a world heritage. I mean, it's not a world heritage, but it's a... Um, yeah, it's seriously guarded. It's protected. Yeah, and um, it's a long way from anywhere. You've got to drive fucking 16 hours north of Perth, get your own yeah, boat, yeah, navigate you, your fucking way out there. And like you've got to have the... I yeah, mean... You've got to get probably environmental clearances or some shit. Yeah. Monte Bellows is fucking radioactive from nuclear testing. Like, mm. yeah, it's not an easy place to, to go. You just had a, a, a unique position once hey, again. We were lucky, yeah. Where you had a fucking your own boat up there and, you you know, you're a skipper and... Yeah. So, you know, we're not, it's not it's like we're blowing it out. It's, it's Even if you wanted to go right now, it's nah. not fucking easy to get there, right? Nah. So... No, um, I think there's a lot easier ways to get to. And then not to mention um, the biggest factor there is Irigangi, isn't it? Did you know anything about that at the time? Do you know what? I've done a lot of swimming in the Norwest. Yeah. And I've never been done. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Irigangi, is, is, is there a certain type of... Is oh, there a yeah, certain but... time of the year when you just can't go in? Because I've heard like... Um, you know, the crew working on well, Barrow, used, I, they used to be allowed to surf. And then Pete Arnold, you know Arnie? Yeah. He got nailed by a fucking Eric Fucking Andy. love you, Arnie. Yeah, Arnie's a fucking Steve <laughs> Irwin for sure. He's a <laughs> great <laughs> surfer. Bloody Amazing positioning, charges. Oh. Love Pete Arnold. Um, yeah. Great guy. I surf with him a lot. Yeah. And he was his FIFO off Barrow Island, yeah. so and he, um, well, he, he got nailed by an Well, he was the one that fucking stopped, that, yeah, stopped he, surfing. He fucked him. it for everyone. That's what, I was, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. Yeah, and if he wasn't, the doctor said if he wasn't so fit and healthy, he was about thirty-two I and absolutely a hundred percent. Correct health. me if I'm wrong. He spent like four days in intensive care. In oh yeah, Perth. they fucked. flew him to Perth. Yeah. Nearly fucking died. Yeah, nearly died. They said if yeah. you weren't so fit and young, you would have died. Yeah. And then after that, then they put some clamps on on the um, surfing at, at Barrow Line. They so did. did you guys even consider Irigangi when you were there? Or oh, you... no. Nah, fuck, I, I've never really considered much. To, you know. <laughs> about, <laughs> about anything. When it's your time, it's your time, Adzi. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, but isn't it uh, pretty seasonal, the Irigangi? Oh, but you're more likely to get done in Broome. So the further north you go, oh, yeah? the more likely you are to get done by a jellyfish. And a saltwater crocodile. <laughs> yeah, and probably a bull shark these days. <laughs> Fucking, there's more sharks than ah. more sharks than there used to be. Mate, from when I started fishing when I was a young fella, yeah, to to now, it's the every year got more and more sharks. Really? Like behind the boats, yeah, crazy, right? Like crazy. You and know, why like is that? Fucking, I just well, there used to be shark boats, yeah, and, and then they and then the the wetline fishermen and the trawl fishermen. Used to be able to keep sharks and and trunk them and yep. keep their fins and that all that sort of stuff. So, but progressively, the sharks more protected. 
Yeah, not just the and great you know, whites, just sharks in general are more protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, fuck, it's crazy, mate. Like, There's a half an know, hour in this, isn't there? Oh, it's fucking two yeah. hours in this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's fucking... And it's You know, I've got a lot too. of good good green friends and, you know, we yeah. all try to be green in, in, in some sort of way, but, yeah. um, you know, there's there's an equilibrium, like yeah. there's a balance. That's been and, I th- and, you know, like, you know, there's fish get taken and the sharks don't get killed. Yeah. You know, there's a, it's, it's getting out of balance a little bit there. And as a fisherman, I can see that. So. Well, mate, every time everyone brings up all this shit and studies and this yeah. and that, I'm like, what do the fishermen say? Yeah. What do the fishermen say who have been doing it? Well, like you speak to the fishermen in South Oz or whatever, you, every yeah. now and then you hear a snippet from them and they're like, mm. been fishing for 40 years so, and this is the story. And you're like, well, fuck, that's got to be better than an 18 month study that's been done by some scientists, oh, you know, like that's right. And you know what? And to, to the fisheries credit, they listen to the fishermen. Yep. But I mean, we had one of our best prawning grounds in the Kimberley, like Camden Sound. Um, there was a, a whale research boat go there and they counted 2000 humpback whales and they kicked us out of that fishery. And we'd been fishing there for 50 years. We never had any serious whale contact or anything like that. Yeah. But they kicked us out of that area. Yeah. Right. Because there was a whale boat counted two thousand whales, and they put it on as a um, like worldwide. They put it on like you can have your say on yeah. whatever. So there was there it's was like a whale sanctuary zone. There was like a thousand people had their say or whatever. Yeah, there was it was like nine hundred says were from fucking not even Australia. Yeah, right. And then we got kicked out of our fucking prawn fishery because. It was in a whale where there was 2,000 migratory whales that were having calves. Yeah, yeah. So we got, you know, and, and we didn't do anything wrong with the whales. We just no, got kicked out of it. One, and it never... costs us fucking $100,000 a year. Yeah, right. You know, it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, that just highlights <clears throat> sometimes the uh, discrepancy between scientific studies and, yeah, and generations of decades on the water as yeah. fishermen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, mate, we could go down. We could oh, do a whole fucking yeah. All right. thing on well, that. What's up, what's up next, Adzi? Okay, well, uh, what's up next? Uh, mate, that Monty Bellows trip sounded fucking cool. Like, oh, mate. Before, I reckon we go for a piss break real soon. Yeah. But let's just, I want to revisit that because that just sounds like an incredible tale that just not many surfers in Australia have that opportunity to have 13 of their mates with their best mate as their skipper on a prawn yeah. trawler with all this shit at these uninhabited islands. No one's living out there. No. You know, uh, you're navigating around looking for fucking waves in an area that you know is riddled with waves. Yeah. Obviously, you scored, Simon Barrett, stand-up tubes. Um, that's awesome. Was there any carnage that went down on that trip? Oh, uh, was there's there any- some fucking dodgy haircuts. Like, we all yeah. had a pretty dodgy haircut. <laughs> what about reef rash? Did anyone hit I, the reef hard or...? No, no, no. Um... Yeah, no, nah, we were nah. pretty unscathed. Really? Like for what we did, because we were diving for, like we speared a million coral trout, and yeah. and um, I think you know we're getting we're getting fucked up every night. Oh, so of like you, you know there was squid yeah. swimming around the boat, and we were diving off catching for... squid with our bare hands and all really? sorts. Really? Of... Squid with your bare hands? Oh yeah, Cr- really? Yeah, but you know we were, I was really surprised. I think we ended up on the bricks one night, so we anchored on in the this, bricks as in drove as your on, boat into a reef. As in boat not floating anymore. (laughs) 
So we went into this bay and the tide, like the wind blew up and we blew onto this bank and we woke up and the fucking boat's hanging over and everyone's waking me up going, oh, I was like, well, what the fuck all I can do now, is there? (laughs) (laughs) So we just got to wait for the tide to come in and hopefully we'll be all right. But um, yeah, for having 14 young blokes and and one of the boys' misses on the boat. Yeah. Nothing. It was like a, it was smooth sailing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all things yeah. considered, how would you feel if your twenty-one-year-old son said, "Hey, Dad, I'm just taking off to the Northwest Cape with thirteen <laughs> of me mates for mm. fucking two weeks. I'm going to drive around and try to find some waves." You'd be like, "No, you're fucking not. I'm coming on that boat." <laughs> like, it must have been um, a pretty unique experience for like a lot of those guys would have been loving it. And look, look yeah. mate, to be fair, a I lot did of... charge them. I charged them $500 a head. Yeah. Well, you got to pay for fuel. And, well, I had and to pay like for that. fuel. Yeah. And, um, mate, it was I, funny. I had, it was, a, it was a funny team. I'd pay, I had fucking, like, I had I'd pay Dan, 500 bucks right now to be on that trip. I tell you what, Dan Wake, I think Dan Wake. Yeah, Wakey. I Wakey bumped into him a couple of months ago. Down, yeah. Wakey down was south. on there. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, Scotty Baxter was on there. Oh, Scotty Baxter. What a legend, <laughs> mate. But, to be fair, a lot of those kids, yeah, well, pretty much all of them, yeah, they grew up down here yeah. with you, and, and and some of them had fishing heritage as well, and it wasn't like a bunch of kids from Perth who nah. weren't as ocean savvy as yeah. what those guys would have been. Like most of their dads were really keen surfers, and that's yeah. why they were born in this area. So they just really had a an ocean knowledge a bit greater than the average fucking twenty year old. Let's be honest, you know, yeah. like. Brezzy's a fisho and oh, a man. fucking oh, hell surfer. Doesn't get called you know? pirate for no reason. <laughs> yeah, he's na- I mean, his name's fucking pirate for Christ's <laughs> sakes. You know what I mean? But yeah. even still in saying that and having those guys that are a bit more savvy. Yeah. Are you savvy? Are you savvy, yeah. pirate? Yeah. Um, mate, uh, it still would have been a pretty stressful in way situation for yourself. I mean, mm. you're there drinking piss and it may or may was. not have been now, smoking well, fatties well, and when I think you're driving around this thing, were you driving at night time ever or I, I don't know, like but mate, you got these well, guys was, fucking it, their their lives are at stake. You yeah, know? no, and, that's right. No, and how well, many shipwrecks are in the northwest? There's yeah. fucking plenty over the years and you're no. navigating like, you know, big swells and crazy tides and winds and shit. And you got yeah. your mates as getting plastered on the on board and you're and you're captaining this thing like yeah, yeah it's pretty well um, there's times when you feel safe so you know obviously when you're underway on a boat you've got to be with it you've you know but when you drop the anchor and you know the wind's not, not going to pick up or you're in a you feel there's a safer position you know so yeah. it's all it's it's a, it's a, you know it's about experience and knowledge and and knowing that the bay you're in is not going to be affected by a change in weather. That's or, right. We're on know. a good boat. Yeah. And and I was like, Reese, you have to fucking look after your boat. <laughs> the 27 footer <laughs> that was hanging off the fucking. That's a uh, shout out to Reese O'Dwyer there. Um, <laughs> he's an absolute fucking pirate as well, isn't he? Isn't <laughs> he? They uh, fucking. I, all I ever see. Well, are... you know, like, well, his brother Drew, me and James and Drew. I remember actually, me and James and Drew, I remember stealing my dad's fucking. Toyota Land Cruiser when I was 15 because <laughs> he went away or something and dropped at 15 and going and picking up Drew, going and picking up James, fucking driving around Dunsborough. Oh, we're going to go surfing at fucking, you know. So we, we had the whole weekend when I was 15 driving around Dunsborough. Sick. In a land. In me land. In wouldn't, me have fuck, been, wouldn't have been automatic hardly, either. Because I was short when I was little too. I was just like <laughs> fucking. Uh, I don't a know. pillow under your bum. Oh, God. 
And what were you doing? Picking up the tinny and or just well, nah, around? just going surfing. Oh, were you? But we we're going to like the bakery and sick. Yeah, just doing manies basically just, down the main street. Of I don't know how we got away with that. All shit. your school chicks are just like, "Fuck <laughs> you guys!" Are just like, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, well, well, mate, Dunsborough was a lot smaller town in 93 it, it, it when you was. were there. It was, so, I mean, I'm, we're lucky we didn't get fucking dobbed on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> mate. Well, that's, that's fucking epic. Were you going to say something else then? Yeah, what was it? What, uh, well, I've got a story that relates right. to this. All right. So let's uh, take a quick break. All right. For obvious reasons. And we'll come back to a story that relates to you driving around <laughs> as a 15-year-old Doing manies down Dunsborough. Oh, really? Okay, mate. See you. And we're back in the shed quarters. You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. My name's Adzi, but you fucking knew that already. (laughs) I got Jason Lagoon Simpson. He's uh, the Nalu Lagoon. Son of the Nalu Lagoon. Son of the Yelling Up Lagoon. He's Mr. Fucking Lagoon. (laughs) We were talking about uh, the free and easy lifestyle that uh, 1995 or there thereabouts represented in Dunsborough, how you were basically pretty well free to nab your old man's fucking landy as a 15-year-old and cruising around Dunsborough for the weekend, going surfing without really much fear of repercussion uh, because it wasn't a very busy place back then. We don't uh, recommend it this day and age because it's uh, a different time and a different age. But, mate... on that uh, on that note, Jace, good old uh, Jimmy Glaskin, who yeah. gave me, uh, you know, thanks to Jimmy Glaskin, giving me a couple of good stories. Good lad. He is a good lad. Uh, mates, he gave me a story. He said, ask about the time that, obviously, you were driving before you got your license. But Jace, uh, he said, ask the time about Jace trying to get his license. Oh. Apparently you had a bit of trouble there, mate. Tell us about that. Oh, it took a few times there, Adzi. <laughs> Did it? After all well, that driving. Well, well, because it was in a fucking landy, you know, like... Manual. No, manual, No one yeah, was running yeah. automatic landies back nah, then, Nah, nah, nah. So, yeah, I think I pulled out in, fuck, in front of a fucking ambulance one, <laughs> one <laughs> with day. Its, with its lights on? <laughs> no, just, not with its lights on. Oh, no. But um, yeah, no, nah, I was I was I was better at driving a boat than a fucking car, apparently. Yeah, yeah right. But, but um, yeah, yeah. So, it took no, so it took three times to get my license. I was gonna say, Jimmy said it took you three times. Yeah, so it took three times, and then, and then, I How, lost it straight away. So no, hold like, on, one, hold on. Before we get to this, I got a bit of an inside scoop here. Mm. Apparently. Mm. You lost. It took three times. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy reckons, you know, tell me the truth in this matter, that uh, the third time he was gonna fail you, and you got real angry at him and started yelling at him, and then he ended up just conceding. Is 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 there any truth to that? Well, yeah. All <laughs> the people that have ever known me that I I can fire up. So I tried <laughs> to put the blame back on him. Yeah. <laughs> and say, look, mate, I fucking. This is the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can get you to bear so, quicker than anyone you've ever seen. How, how can I not be worthy of a license? Yeah, so um, anyway, it did take three times to get my license. And, and you then, yelled at the guy a bit at the last time. And he l- just, a little bit, a little bit. I just said, well, you know what? This is my third time and I fucking really need my license to go surfing. <laughs> so um, he... Yeah, he gave me my license in oh, the, at the end. That's pretty good. But uh, it some, didn't last long, mate, I hear. Nah, nah. So I lost my life. So we had um, one of the girls we grew up with used to live on uh, Indian Up Hill. Um, 
she died from meningococcal. Oh, yeah, I remember that girl. What was her name? Um, I can't remember. It was one of Elena McDermott's good mates. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about um, that. I was hanging around. I was mates with Elena, that's all. Yeah. um, But anyway... Anyway. Yep, so she died. She died. Unfortunately, of meningococcal, which is pretty heavy, as yeah, like a 16-year-old. I, know, I should remember her name. It's fucking bad me. Yeah, but that's okay. We can't remember everything tonight. Um, yeah, so we had a huge party, like huge wake for her. And Where was the wake? It was in Busseldon. Yep. And a whole heap of my mates were still at the nightclub because there was a nightclub back then. Oh, yeah, I remember that joint. What was it called? Can't remember that either, can Fuck. we? Fuck. <laughs> nah. Panama, um, Panama Jacks? Was that it? Anyway, who cares? Yeah, anyway. Mate, let, let, just for the listeners that don't know, like a yeah. nightclub in Busso in the mid to late 90s was about 20 well, years ahead of its time. We sort of had one in, ba- in Dunsborough as well. Yeah, Coconut Club. Yeah. They were both 20 years ahead of their time. They yeah. couldn't survive and function. And they still don't function now. Well, there's, there's well, no one now. Well, they're probably... Yeah, but if there was one now, it probably would survive because there's so yeah. many more people here. It's right. All year round. But back then, as soon as it hit winter, there was fucking no one here. Those places just went broke. I think it was Panama Jacks, man. In, in, I don't even know what that means, but it's just a word that pops in my head. But anyway... Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so you're at this wake. Yeah, so we're at the wake and a few of my mates were still at the nightclub and I'd gone back to a house and they're like, come pick us up. Anyway, I'm fucking all right. I'm like, yeah, just got my license. Give me a little Subi. Fucking driving down the fucking middle of the road down Busso Highway. Going to pick him up. Cops are going, woo, woo, woo. You're fucked, mate. <laughs> From behind you? Jimmy, um, nah, they Jimmy claims you were driving down the wrong side of the road, oh, high beaming the cops in probably. their face. <laughs> That's what he probably. reckons. <laughs> may or but, may not have happened. Oh God, I don't know. But I know that I woke up the next day without my license, and the first thing my dad said to me was, "None of my, I've got th- two brothers, and none of us have been done for drunk driving." And and fucking. It was only because they didn't have RBTs back then. Oh mate. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I lost my license. So. And that was one of my P's. So I ha- the next time, I had to do it all again. So it took me three times again. No. To do my life, I got on the third time. I got it no, three no. times again. Six times. Six times to get my. That's heavy. Oh mate. Anyway, I got it again. So. Eventually. There's more to this story. No. That's what Jimmy tells me. <laughs> that um. Mate, it alludes to what you were talking about in the off air in the break yeah. that um, you know your parents were were going through a divorce and you were sixteen and it was a tough time for you. Mm. School was never your forte, nah, because you were a barefooted boat boy, yeah, and uh, you know you were just a wild man, really, and and a, a wild man of nature, not a wild man as in partying, but just a man of the ocean and a man of the forest. And school wasn't really up your alley. Um, Love, but, a part, um, love a party too, though, Adzi. Oh, fucking don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, mate, um, yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to sell you short on oh, your partying no, abilities, there, Jason. No, no, yeah. you, you got to. You, you can party with the best of them. There's mm. no denying it. No. But, um, mate, apparently at that time, like you were saying, you, you know, you, you you just wanted out of school. You wanted to go up north. You, you know, your family heritage was up there. That you, your <laughs> life began there. And he's like, fuck this, I don't need school. I can go and be a fucking boat boy. I can be a captain, work on boats and earn good money. And, you know, you just lost your license again. 
uh, not again, but you lost your license after not having it for so long and blah, blah, blah. Um, so you went up north for a season. Yeah. Apparently, you had in, uh, Jimmy says that you, you had a bumper season and, and he said you went up there, he said it might have been one or two seasons, but he said you basically went up there as a boy. And, you know, most most kids, you know, they can they can have those years anywhere between 15 and 21 where they sort of have a bit of accelerated growth, you know, like in a short period of time. And, mm. and Jimmy reckons you went up there basically as a boy at 16, dealing with a bit of family trouble, uh, you know, not knowing where you, I guess you did know where your future lied, but you knew, you know, not knowing that school was, was not going to pan out for you. Went up as a boy and came back as a man. That's what Jimmy's claiming. He said, you came back, you were fucking bigger, you were muscled up. And you were just fucking, you were a working man in the world, you know? And he said, you came back and you obviously had a good season, bought a brand new fucking Prado yeah. at the time, which, mate, like that was a big dollar car. I mean, they still are. I don't know what yeah. a brand new Prado is, but fuck, they're, they're a bloody quality car. And he reckons um, you bought a brand new Prado and you were living the dream and you were driving around Busso night one night. What happened? Can you remember? Oh, fucking, I can't remember. Well, back and in those days. Plenty of things happened, yeah. obviously. But there's one but in particular. I, okay, do you want me to, want me to fill nah, in? No, no, no. I'll, I'll okay. go with your lead there, right? So, All right. Um, I fucking left. I, I got got a, got work up north. Dad's prawn trawler. And I went from like a vegetarian, you know, we eat fish, like when we'd catch it. And if, if we wanted steak... When we went out, like me and dad had ordered steak, but I went from a vegetarian family yep. to working on a fucking fishing boat with two Maoris that fucking, they ate meat yep. and we ate meat three three times a day. Like, so yeah, I hardened up real quick. They would have eaten your fucking foot while you were yeah, asleep. Yeah, with a prick of a fucking <laughs> skipper. He cooked that, like my name was little cunt for fucking, you know, and... <laughs> So I went from like, you know, like a blessed childhood, like we were yeah. just, we went through. Yeah, to, living to, in the Jack McCoy, Bunyip Dreaming, Oki yeah. loves you, Margot loves you. Next Every, minute, next, you're in a boat in the middle of nowhere with a bunch minute. of Marys and your name's Little Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you so, turned into a man. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to fucking smarten up real quick. Like, and I, I remember just being thinking, fuck, have I done the right thing here? Like, I probably should, you know, because one of my teachers was trying to, say you should stay at school to play footy or, you know, have I done the right thing here? I've gone. you were good at footy. Jimmy good, tipped me off too. Yeah, I was good at footy. I, yep. You know, like. Not that you're going to blow yourself up, but nah, Jimmy but, said you were real good at footy. So yeah. whatever, carry on. Yeah. So anyway, fucking ended up on a boat with a couple of Maoris. My name was Little Cunt. <laughs> so things turned around, like it, it yeah. turned real quick. And yeah, anyway, yeah. I had to like fucking, you know. It's like if you don't fucking smarten up, you yeah, perish. Sink or swim. Sink or swim, man. Yeah, I literally. fucking probably would have thrown you. Do you know what? I, I like. I was like, well, after about fucking a few months, I remember just going, well, I'm not gonna fucking. I can't eat meat every day, so I'm gonna have to fucking start cooking these cunts' food. Right. And 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 I just got fucking smarter and 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 worked harder and, and and I grew up and and got strong. And yep. and after fucking a year, they wouldn't fuck with me. Yeah, right. You know these big Maori cunts. Yeah, because I mean you're not a tall guy, like maybe five nine, five ten, something like that. Same height as me, but yeah. you're pretty solid. Yeah, and anyone who knows you, 
you're a strong man. You got the Simpson strength. Um, mate, I remember Damien Taco War, <laughs> who's one of the country's greatest surfers. Yeah. Did a season with you up there and he came back and he was fucking, he was shocked. Like most people who went and thought, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll go do a season with Jace on the boat. That sounds like funny. Seems like a nice guy. And then they get out there and you just turn into fucking Captain Pirate fucking Simpson, who's just like, mate, uh, as Marky Mark said, never wore anything but red jocks. He reckons for fucking 10 years. Oh, no, no, it was yellow jocks. And yellow they were jo- my lucky jocks. Oh, were they? Yeah. He said, you must have the same pair. Of, he wore nothing but fucking jocks the whole time. And Damien Taco wore... Uh, Reckons he was up there and, and they slapped a whole bunch of prawns out of the net on the fucking table and there was this big fucking like two metre shark in the middle of it and him and a bunch of other fucking squeamish deckhands freaked out and you're yelling orders at him from the whatever you fucking call it, the steering wheel or whatever, going, get that fucking shark off, fucking blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like shitting themselves, not want to go around any. Taco reckons you just dove on top of the fucking thing put it in a headlock, picked it up and fucking threw it overboard and told them all to harden the fuck up and went back to steering the ship. And, mate, uh, you, you know, you're probably not too far away from the I was truth. about to say, you, you know, you're not going to sit here and say, yeah, yeah, I did that, I'm tough. Like, you're a modest man. But, yeah. you know, that happened. And that was just one incident that I know of because Taco was there to tell me. Yeah. Um, but that probably happened a fucking lot of times. Well, I've, ne- I've nearly died a couple of times from oh. doing that shit. Have you? Tell me yeah. about them. Uh, and just before we tell you about that, so what I was just the point I was trying to make is that you might have been young and with these mouldy Maoris and that, but and you might not be six four, but mate, you're a fucking strong man mm. who was a strong was a boy who grew in a strong man by basically standing up to Maoris and literally wrestling fucking sharks. So yeah. please go on. Tell me about the times you nearly died. <laughs> oh, like, because back in the day, back in the day, we, we, we used to, like, every... So we'd catch everything in our net. So we'd get, like, big tiger sharks, big saw sharks, big turtles, big fucking... Jug- like, we'd catch everything. And until we put these grids in our net, which allow the big animals to go th- pass through... And the and um, the prawns to pass into the net. So, but back in the day, we never had that. So we'd get big animals and we'd have to manhandle them over the side. And I remember manhandling this like it was about a six foot tiger shark. Yeah. And you know you're strong and you and you and I jumped on this fucking tiger shark and I grabbed it and I went to throw it over the side and it's and it's fucking real and it twisted in my arm. And Are they it, slippery or they? Nah, it's they're not slippery, sandpapery, but yeah. it fucking, you but know, just, wriggle and just strong. strong. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a big shark. and it's it, fighting for its life. And it fucking, like, f- mate, nearly bit my jugular out. Like, it, it went you're, like you're, that. You're, like yeah, you're I, showing it, the neck it, here. It felt, it felt like it nearly bit my jugular. Graced, in, a, a Graced my in jugular. Neck. Like, a, you know, and it could have just bitten, bitten my neck out. And, I, yeah. and then it made me think, it was like, fucking, you know what? I've got to be a little bit more fucking calculated about <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> like but, another, another 20 millimetres <laughs> in and it just sort of tore your neck apart. Yeah. Bitten, my, bitten my neck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But an, and then another time it was with a saw shark and I used to just... A what? A saw a, shark? A saw shark. We get big, you know, like huge saw sharks. And I used to just like saw. What do they actually have? Like a saw looking thing on their yeah, nose? Yeah, like or? a big saw, like big teeth off their nose. Like oh right. And um and I just grabbed it by the tail. How big was that thing? Oh fuck, Six, 10, 12 foot. Oh really? But I just fuck. tried to grab it by the tail and 
fling it off and it and it and it, you know they've got like it just swung up and it yeah. just its teeth just miss my face fuck like within an inch fuck you know so it, it like you know it was a dangerous job oh, it was a it fucking is. proper dangerous job but yeah. And now with all these grids, we don't catch any of these big animals, or yeah, right. So it's a it's a lot safer oh, and okay. a lot easier. Yeah, good. <laughs> Still a kind of a job oh, for deck crew, but most you know. jobs are cunts of jobs. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Oki or Margo and your jobs to get chewed. I know. Or how lucky the Simpsons getting baked and eating <laughs> birthday cakes. That's a good job. <laughs> but apart from that, that's right. Most jobs are fucked. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. I was thinking, what the fuck did I go down this path for? Yeah, nah, <laughs> you've, you, you, mate. Anyway, you, you're living a good life. You know, yeah. you've uh, got five acres in yelling up and mm. a good house and three young kids and a good, good chick and um, yeah, yeah, you know, know. So it's provided you with a great life. You've you've been yeah. surfing up north and down south for a long period of time, fishing, mate. You you, you know, you, I don't right. need you to tell you that you've got a good life. You know it. Yeah, mate. But work's hard. Work's hard. Work is work. Well, that's right. Mate, just back before we finish yeah. that driving story. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yes. i got a couple of bear stories. Oh, no, hold on. Before oh, we go on the bear oh. stories, we've got to finish the fucking driving story because, you you know, it took you all these times to get your license and yeah. you fucking lost it. But I was a good driver, Adzi. I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm sure you were, mate. I'm not doubting that oh. at all. Yeah, I'm, I, I, have... I just ended up with this fucking old... Prick in the fucking Dunsborough. Yeah, mate. Just some I mean, old and busso fucking, fucking farmer fuck. who just would have hated you little surfy fuckers. All <laughs> full of fucking brash and confidence. You would have been doing the old one arm out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, I know how to drive. I've been driving oh. my dad's Land Cruiser forever. One hand on the steering wheel. You know, slapping uh, gears. He would have been like, who is this fucking cowboy? You know, He's that, worse than the fucking That's cow, right. Cow Sometimes, you, you like, in one thing, when I'm under, like, pressure like that, in that situation, I just fucking turn to water, Adzi. <laughs> well, maybe in that. Well, no, no. You would never turn to like... water on the water. That's one thing I'm sure of. Yeah. Maybe on the highway, but not on the water. Nah. But, mate, Jimmy reckons. Yeah. Long story short. You know, couldn't get your license. Then you got your license. Then you lost your fucking license for boozy partying fucking after a mate's funeral. Yeah. High beaming the cops whilst driving the wrong side on the freeway. This all may or may oh, not have happened. Alison. That was Alison. Alison. Yes. That Taylor. Yes. Alison Taylor. That And she died too young. Way Fuck. too young. And Meninja Cockle from Meninja like... Meninja Cockle. It's one of those one in a million chances. And my other you... mate, Glenn Fuller. Yeah, Fuller. Got she... fucking Meninja Cockle. He Did survived. He? Mate. No way. Fucking crazy. And meninja cockle is one of those weird things that you get from like swimming in a dam or some or shit, isn't he it? He got, a, Glenn got it from fucking sucking on a bong with fucking too many other pricks. No way. Mm. Really? Mm. Fuck. And fucking mate, because that shit nearly, that shit kills you ass about every time. It kills you in about like 36 hours. Yeah. Alison Taylor didn't get it from sucking on a bomb. Nah, she didn't. Swimming in a dam, maybe, or Race, a creek or something? Fuck, I don't, I don't know. But I think it's one of those things that it gets up your nose, um, and it's in summer. In It's got to be fresh water, salt water. It doesn't happen yeah. when the water warms up. And it, even still, even if it gets in there, yeah. it doesn't always get you. But um, yeah. Some people are luckier than others. That's just the way of the world, man. But um, anyway, so we're summarizing that. Yeah. So you've lost your license after getting it, blah, blah, blah. Alison Taylor's fucking wake. Then you've you've <laughs> gone up north. Yeah. And the boys become a man, rock back into town with a fucking pocket full of cash and a oh, few more yeah. muscles on his bicep. 
Oh. Bought a brand new Prado. Nah, nah. There's more to that story. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Please digress. So, I had 50 grand in the bank and, you know, like... Fuck As a fucking 18-year-old. Yeah, 18-year-old, yeah. In and late I, 90s when that's so like there was a, a lot there of was money. A, Jake Patterson ended up buying the property, but there was a block on Yelling Up Hill for sale. It was like yeah. 450 grand, but because I was a Just fish, for the block? Just for the block. This yeah. is, That was... Yeah, so there's 22 years ago. Yeah. And fuck, I wanted that block. Yep. And but because I was a fisherman, even though I had 50 grand in the bank, I still needed another, I needed like 20% of the overall. And I, so I went to my dad. I was like, fucking Mate, spot me, out. you know, yeah. like you're doing well. You got fucking seven boats. Spot yep. me. He's like, nah, you got to do it all on your own. Fuck. So I was like, fuck you. I'm going to buy a Prado. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it for me. But you know what? That Prado lost, lasted me 16 years. Oh, was that green one? The green one. What was it? I remember. 16 mate, fucking remember years. Saved my life thing. and multiple occasions probably. Yeah, it was a good It was cars, a fucking... Yeah. And you know what? Me and my son, it died. By me and my son, there was a circus in Bustledon. Yeah. We're fucking driving home at 10 o'clock at night on fucking... Um, okay, well, Kays Road, is it? Yeah, yeah. From Bustledon. Yeah, it's Kays Road, yeah. Yeah. Driving along, I seen a light just up ahead of me, like someone had pulled over. Yeah. And we're driving driving along. He was front seat with me. He was yeah. eight years old. Yeah. Doing the speed limit. Doing the no, nah, I actually dropped down, it was ninety. Yeah. Dropped down to eighty because yeah. I was just like, Oh, what's going fucking on? Yeah. yeah. Went as we're passing the she's just done a fucking U turn right in front of me. Ah, no way. Like in a fuck she was in like a tiny little thing and I was just like smash um, and Hans has broken his thumb. Oh. And there was a car behind us. So I pulled him out of the car, gave him these people. I just thought this, whoever was in that car is dead. You're going to kill him. Yep. Kill, fucking ran over, fucking airbag smoke, fucking went and pulled this woman out of the car. Is there anyone else in the car? She's like, yeah, some, two other people. I'm like, fuck, they're dead. No way. Yeah, fucking jumped out. No one else in the car. What? No one else in the car. I don't know. She was off her fucking face. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, that's 16 years. That yeah, car so lasted. Mate, so it was money well spent. Money well spent. And, mate, you've got a sick house fucking only five minutes back from yelling up anyway, so it's all good. Hmm. Nothing lost, nothing gained. But, mate, we still haven't quite got to the end of that story. Right. Jimmy's claiming that after you went up there as a boy, came back as a man yeah. with a fucking brand new Prado at 18 or whatever the fuck you were, reckons you were cruising around with the boys one night, yeah. and a cop has pulled you over. And it's the same cop who fucking busted you for drink driving. Can you remember this? Nah, not really. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy remembers it. And yeah. he reckons he reckons that the same cop has pulled you over and and you've recognised him and maybe he's recognised you because, mate, it was small country towns back then. Yeah. And um, some cop, same cop pulled him out and, and, <laughs> and he's like, fucking you, you're the guy who drove the wrong sound down the wrong side down the highway full of piss, high-beaming me. And you're just like, yeah, well, mate, you know what? I'm sober now. And you and you said, I just bought this. This is my brand-new Prado. I've been fishing up north. I paid for this thing in cash. And you said, fucking look at me now, mate. And all the boys have just lost it in the back seat. <laughs> and the cops, like, made you blow and you were clean. And you, and you were just like, look at me now. <laughs> 
Can't rolling. That one? You were rolling. No. Uh, well, Jimmy, you Well, it's a it. fucking good story. It's a good story. It may a, or may not have happened. No, no, no. Yeah. It, well, some did. sort of that story happened. Something. But yeah. But not anyway. probably like that. No, but that yeah. was cool. That was cool. <laughs> Mate, one other story that Jimmy Glaskin dobbed you in for um, something about you had some girlfriend in Dunsborough, and um, this is obviously before you were stealing your dad's car, basically. And uh, yeah, you like walked. You went in, you got dropped off, or you walked in, or something, nine kilometers into Dunsborough from your joint to, and like we're talking no phones and you know no mobiles and all this, and and he was your wingman, obviously, and you're like, yeah, I've got a sickest wingman. He was a good wingman, but not as good as Macca. Oh, Macca's best wingman. Oh, mate, Macca. No, Macca would be the worst wingman. He's so good looking. Oh. Every time you'd hook up with your chicks, you'd probably just be looking at Macca, going, I think nah. I'm going to swap you out. There for was him. always seconds and thirds best. <laughs> <laughs> Mac- well, Macca was just a fucking good-looking He was a fucking a, person. He was a good-looking person. So, chick, like, you know, he'd always get the best chick. Yeah. But, but fucking, there was always second and thirds. And yeah, I was just was, like, fucking yeah. bring was, that shit on. There was there was a bit of, bit of uh, what do you say, a few leaves falling off the tree around Macca that you could rake up. No, not a fucking, problem. Fucking, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. He's a good-looking man. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy reckons one night you're like... Um, I don't know. You either you got you walked in to fuck you because you couldn't get a lift, and you walked in from like nine kilometers away or something to mm. Dunsbury to, to meet your chick. And, and mm. we're talking like pretty innocent days here, like mm. fourteen, and you know. And then Jimmy was just there as a third wheel, and you went down the foreshore of Dunsborough, and you're sort of schmoozling up to your chick, like maybe trying to cop a cheeky kiss or something, or grab a leg, or like he said there wasn't much in it. But he said, meantime, he was sort of hanging in the darkness by himself behind and reckons he started having hay fever allergic reactions to all these peppies and started sneezing. And can you remember this night? Or? Uh, Jimmy well, remembers it, obviously. Well, yeah, James was fucking allergic to a lot of shit. <laughs> was he? <laughs> And he reckons, so, yeah, can you remember or you can't remember this night specifically? If you keep going. Okay, well, I'll just wrap it up for you. He reckons basically, you know, you're a 14-year-old. You're trying to cop whatever you can get from your young girlfriend. And yeah. Jimmy's just hanging like 15 metres behind you by himself in the darkness. Sneezing. Sneezing and coughing. <laughs> and and then, uh, and then you know, time it was time for her to go home. And you guys walked her back to her house and... And reckons he reckons his eyes were just bloodshot and swollen, and he just looked <laughs> fucked. Even though you weren't, you might have had. They're always like that. Yeah, yeah. You might have had a thinny, but it wasn't like extreme. But they just, he just. Apparently, her dad just looked at you guys with absolute disdain. Oh, just like. What mate, are these kids me, doing? me and James like the bad eggs. Yeah. Oh, can't mean that bad. Oh, we 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 fucking apparently we're every parent's worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I know. I would, I would have been happy if you turned up. But uh, look, maybe I was probably painted with the same brush, so maybe I'm sympathetic to your cause here, <laughs> yeah. Chase. But uh, mate, anyway, yeah, he reckons it was a pretty funny night, and um, and, and the chick's dad was just like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" Just po- eyes popping out of your head, <laughs> and then you had to ring up, like, um, had to use their house phone. To ring up um, like Choco and all these other guys, oh, yeah. all your dad's mates in yelling oh. up, and they all just—he reckons you just used to all like, didn't matter who it was like your dad had like twenty mates in yells, and they just come pick you up and like, yeah, hey, come stay at my place tonight, and you just went and crashed out at their place or something like that. Sounded like a fucking great era to be growing up in. Oh, Dunsborough, we were man. so we, lucky. We, you well, know, 
my dad had good mates on Yelling Uphill that like we used to we used to um pretty much live early years live with Peter Mac and every weekend we just go like because we had farms out in the middle of the bush and like on the weekends we just get dropped at Yelling Up at like Peter Mac's place and we just stay there all weekend and then as See. we got older it was like Choco and you know so because because we're out in the bush out in the sticks and yeah you know mum and dad had to either where go. was this farm by the way um off um uh, fast yelling up road yeah. oh yeah yeah so fast yelling up siding yeah fast yelling up siding so probably like 15 18 minutes from the beach something like that yeah yeah well something like well, but a, f- a fair but, whack but when a you, fair whack you can't but, ride your bike there but you know but from an early age we're we talking just, 15 to 18 minutes driving it 100 k's an hour sort of shit. We used to just get dropped off yelling up and we'd spend the whole weekend. Really? All weekend. And we get looked after so well. By all the crew on the by hill. By all the crew on the hill. Like, Sick. it's a fucking good, it's a, it was a good environment. Yeah. And you just had yelling up main break, rabbits, shallows, all at your disposal. Yeah. Walk over to Smith's. Just fucking anything. anything. Yeah, that's right. So... Anyway, bear's story. Right? Oh, yeah, it's okay. Let's so, do- anyway, so, Shall yeah. Should we set some precedents with bears well, here? Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, I don't know. Most people know, but maybe not all our listeners know, that the first person to ever fucking find bears, three bears, Cape yep. Naturalist, was your dad. Yeah. And his brother and one of his mates. Yeah. You can't remember his mate's name? Nah. But... Uh, he, you, what so was your brother's name? Stu- Mick, Michael. So yeah, Michael. So it was. It was used to be called MGMs for yeah. Michael, George, and and the and, other guy's name. Yeah, yeah. It might have so, even been Michael. Probably was. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so um, so they found bears for the very first time. So tell us some bear stories, mate. Yeah. So I, I remember actually it was like fifteen or sixteen. Wag school, like mum and dad were away or something, and I'm, I walked. Because there used to be, you know, there used to be the the coast road to bears. Yeah, from and, um, and I walked there three days in a row. Really? And I remember... What, were you getting dropped off at Yelling Up by your parents oh, in the morning and then just walking up there or something? Oh, can't remember. I can't remember. Even can't remember but I remember, I remember... You were just there. It's a fucking long walk. Yeah. It was like an yeah. hour and a half walk. Oh, easy. And I walked there th- with my board on my own three days in a row. Yeah, and nice. I remember Barry Young and... Um, Vance Burroughs being out there. Yeah, right. And they're like, Jason, aren't you meant to be at school? <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, maybe, but bargain. So yeah. I, it was, and it was just me at Mama's, it was just me, Vance, and um, Barry. Barry Young. No way. F- f- fucking, it was like three days in a row. Like three to four. And foot, so, and I worked, and the two days I remember walking home. Like so, I walked home after surfing all day. I walked home, and then and then on the third day, I got a lift. Someone gave me a lift. Really? Yeah, gave me a lift home. Who was it? Can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, but yeah. I got a lift home. Well, I've got not a, even a lift in. A lift home. It was so like, you walk, but you know, in an, hour and and a, an hour and a half. Fucking, and you walked back every time. Yep, didn't, two days. I walked back. Didn't Barry and Vance? Nah, really they were back? like, "You should be at school, you little prick." <laughs> 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 and was there was there no one else up there at that time? Was it just those guys? A couple just, guys at babies? Were the only, I remember just those guys. It was wow. just them at Mamas. So it was just us surf Mamas. It was like three days in a row and it was just like ah, fucking pristine. Sick. Like just perfect No mama, wonder so. you don't see Vance up there anymore because, yeah. you know, he moved from California in the 70s yeah. because this was just such a uncrowded, isolated surfing paradise. Yeah. 
and and you really feel for the poor guy. I see him every yeah. now and then, like out at uh, the cove at yelling up or something mm. on like you know a a, a quasi mal mm. sort of thing, and and you just know like he's got he's got this house that's like literally the closest house to the fucking main break. Yeah, he's been there forever, and you and you really feel for him that he he left all that stuff so many years ago, and you, and you just know that. You know, it must hurt him a bit. I mean, obviously yeah. he's grateful that for the time he had, but yeah. when I hear stories like what you're saying, it really yeah, re- I know. reiterates like why he moved here and why you probably don't see him in the surf as much as you would think. It makes it harder just, for sure. It makes it harder, man. There's so mm. many. And mate, 98%, maybe 90, 90% of mm. the surfers in the lineup wouldn't know who he is. Nah. So they wouldn't give him the credit and respect that he's due. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. I see him, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you're wave. Like, you're a fucking legend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's such a mellow, oh, modest. Oh, man. You know what? Like, I tell you what. Gave birth to the one of the greatest. Greatest, greatest ever. Ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, they're lovely. So they're cool. So you, you got some, you, that was one cool bear story. Yeah. So another cool bear story was yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So my dad got a brand new jet ski and I fuck, I had my mate Kaylee Brent White with me and we fuck. Kaylee Brent White. Yeah. He's, he's trouble, that kid. He's a fucking. <laughs> no, he's a he's bloody a, legend. He's a good little cat. Yep. Good um, little cat. He's about 6'4". <laughs> <laughs> he's a good big cat. Yeah, no, he's a legend. So, um, yeah. So we went up to Bears on my dad's brand new jet ski. Yeah. And this and is probably like, early well, I think we had our fishing years. rods too. Like we had fishing oh, yeah. rods and fucking surfboards. And Kaylee knows how to catch a fish, doesn't and, he? Yeah, he fucking loves and it. And a tube. Yeah. And, and loves surfing. Yeah. But anyway, we we fucking went up to Bears and it was like per, it was perfect, mummers. It was like three, four foot mummers. And anyway, I was like, fuck! I'll anchor the brand new jet ski outside the break. We'll paddle in, and we. I fucking, know where the break is. He says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we fucking paddled in, and we caught a few waves, and and then there was one. There was this guy that was like he was sitting out the back, and I like got out the back, and I'm like. Where's that jet ski? And he's like, mate, it's fucking gone. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's dad's brand new jet ski. So no I just way. fucking, I was just like, fuck. Gone as in easterly offshore, blowing it yeah, out to sea? Fucking or? like 25 knots. All oh, right. And I was just like, I'm fucking going. Yeah. And I just went and I knew the wind, the, the like the direction of the wind. And I just fucking, I just fucking Could started. Could you see it? Nah. No. So I just fucking started going and like, and, and, and I fucking paddled and I paddled, paddled. And then I just like sat up on my board and swell. And then I seen it and I was fucking started paddling, 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 paddling. paddling. <laughs> and mate, I was so like, and this is like Vance comes in this story again because oh, yeah. he was watching with his binoculars on there to make sure I got the fucking ski. But I, no I was looking in and the cars were just shiny, little shiny bits. The shiny windscreens. And I was just like, so I just fucking, and then I'd sit up on board and I couldn't see it and I couldn't see it. And then I'd see it. Then I fucking, ah, and I just went for it. Fuck. And I, mate, it was hectic. And I like, I got just about out, out there and like, and like, yeah, suddenly it was just like there and I was like fucking went and, and I fucking jumped on I jumped on that ski yeah, and you, fucking hugged that ski. You and were like, shitting yourself for sharks. But, but, but Vance said, he goes, mate, I was watching, I was like, I was gonna call the fucking Sea Rescue. Sea Rescue. Like yeah. like 'cause I was I reckon I was like four or five miles off. Four or five t- miles. Yeah, by the time I like got it. Seven kilometers. Seven kilometers. So the next for like 
like I got on that, I jumped on that ski and I hugged that ski and I fucking, I was looking under me. I was, I was thinking I was, I was shark. I thought I fucking was shark food. Fuck. And I, <laughs> that's a long way out, man. That's Mate, a it was, long it way was out. It was a fucking long way out. Fuck. Fuck. If you ever that's get fans, like fucking, you ask me about that oh, story. Oh, mate, I believe you. There's no doubt. And about it, yeah. I'm just so to... anyway, I jumped on that ski and I was like, I fucking rode Hope it in. It I was like, <laughs> I rode it straight up to Kaylee and I just said, get the fuck on the ski and I'm fucking out of here. So I got up, mate. I had like, I was like dehydration. Fuck. I was crook for about How, five days. Really? How long did I was, it take I was you to like, paddle that? It must have been like an oh, hour or something. Oh, I was something like that. But I was fucking kicking and fucking shit. That was a sketch, mate. But it was my dad's brand new jet ski. Yeah. And so. that was probably like, maybe I'm guessing like mid noughties when jet skis were at a premium, right? Like yeah. Well, it was a bit, the scene. So that was about, yeah. So, yeah. It was it's not like now where it's like, ah, oh, jet skis are a dime a dozen. Like in the early but days. But anyway, like, it was you know. fucking his fault because a brand new jet ski and had a fucking shitty old rope <laughs> fucking a tight on the anchor. So fuck him. <laughs> He might have found bears, but he lost the ski. <laughs> yeah, he fucked me up, mate. That's that's crazy. That's a crazy story. Far oh, out. Fucking anyway. Wow, I thought, I, so... I, I, mate, if we, I'm glad it was. I'm going to bring that up with Vance next time I see him. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad it was prior, fucking 2000, and when everyone got eaten by a shark. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I actually felt like it was shark food. Because I was kicking, I was yeah. kicking and paddling. Yeah, you're making a hell of a mess. Because it was howling, yeah, howling yeah. the wind. We all know what a summer offshore looks like it there it's fucking raging and i mean you know oh i don't know like i think you mentioned to me once that maybe your dad doesn't even surf that much anymore because of sharks is that true like i know Um, he's a bit of a salt it's probably a lot it's probably multi many reasons like age and crowds and that but mm, you know this is this is a fisherman who pioneered the area well but he 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 thinks there's more sharks the thing was about before? dad, the thing about dad, he was just so full, full bore, like that, like pretty much injury stopped him surfing, like because you know, like he'd still surf centuries when it was eight foot, when he was fucking nearly sixty years old, and but he was breaking ankles and he was breaking ribs and yeah, like yeah. he was fucking hurting himself. Yep, yep. So. He was, he was never, you know, really like he wasn't like, he wasn't one to just go out and have a paddle and just at fucking one to two foot summer yells. No, catch, he, he just wanted the, he wanted, the he meat, was always he? Going, going out to catch the fucking peak and yeah, the, right. you know, the bomb, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. See, so, I've got this theory about like, uh, when you're a really good surfer, yeah, you got a long way to fall. Yeah. But when you're a guy like me, yeah. As age and injuries fucking oh, mate. happen, I don't have as far to fall. So it doesn't yeah. feel like I'm dropping off as much as I used to. Yeah. Me and uh, Tony Saffa, shout yeah. out to Tony Van Ness. Fucking love Tony. Yeah, Tony's a fucking legend. <laughs> we got this theory that we don't have as far to f- fall. So as age yeah. wearies us, yeah. our enjoyment level is still higher. But still. then these guys like your dad and yeah. you know other surfers that were really good surfers. Yeah. Uh, you know, as injuries and age and crowds get the better of them, it's more of a, it's a bigger, it's a steeper slope. You yeah. Know? Whereas me and Tones, just are just, we're just like, it's all good. Yeah. We're just cruising along. We're not much different than we were before. Oh. So maybe there's probably, you know, your dad was definitely a pioneer of like charging big waves and, and on the front. Well, he, and, and you, like, know, you know, for his age, for his age, like always, I was always shocked for his age, what he'd tackle. Yep. You know, I knew I knew that he, when he was young, like you know, pre leg ropes and fucking, he he was he was a fucking wild man. But like, 
still for his age, I was like, fucking hell, you, you're a crazy old man, you yeah. know? And, but then it fucking caught up with him. Like he was fucking proper, proper fucking getting hurt, you know? Yeah. Which is not fun. No. <laughs> Mate, on, on, on your dad, what's the, what's the best session you ever saw your dad surf? Oh mate, it was always like so. We were big. We were we were like, um, Sanery's fucking. You know, he taught. You know, like we 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 fucking surf Sanery's a lot together, me and him. And you know, we had sessions where you know you might get like twenty guys at peak at Toomey's, but it was just like it's eighty now. Yeah, but it was but it was like me and Dad, just me and Dad. Wow, at at centuries yeah big low tide and he's fucking swinging on these fucking six to eight foot bombs. fucking eight foot bomb like big fucking big six. bombs wicked you know and like i was just like and yeah awesome. you know and he's 50 or 50 years old you know yeah, it's like fucking real hope i'm doing that when i'm 50 <laughs> it's like it's only seven years away <laughs> fuck <laughs> so yeah. you know like <clears throat> So when you're doing that with your dad, it's 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 you know it's a special thing. It's a special it's just bond. You and him, Man. you and him out there. Wow, that's you yeah, know, and, awesome. and 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 it's like people, you know, like because I used to surf we we used to surf Centre Peak at Nalu, but when it gets big, Centre Peak goes into Nalu. It's yeah. fucking gnarly. So gnarly, yeah. you know. So it's like fucking. You can get a great wave, but you either need to you need to basically do. The exact opposite of what Benny Cousins did. Yeah. Either need to you pull got, in you or be calculated. You got to fucking be, get the fuck out of there. That's right. And, yeah. and usually you can't it's, hang around. It's usually it's fucking flick off or fucking yeah. pull in. Yeah. Because if you straighten out, you're going to get flushed down yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah. It's going to you're going to have to yeah. take about a million years to get back out there, yeah. <laughs> mate. Um, so the same question I asked the greatest surf with your dad would that be the same as the best? surf you've ever seen your dad in or doing would that be the same one basically um, or, or was there a time when you were young sitting on the beach and and remember seeing him just having a fucking hell session um i, I like he was always a big one for like good size yelling up or that i mean when he like i remember i never surfed um um North Point much. I ne- well, I would never surf really not surf North Point just because I that just wasn't my thing. Like, but he, yeah. I remember as a kid, he used to froth on North Point. He was one of the big early big days. Was he? North Point frothers. Yeah, right. And him and Pete, he, him and Peter Davies. Pete and, Davies. Yeah, Pete Jay Davies. Jay Davies' dad. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd go down, like, I remember sitting on the beach numerous times when I was just a kid, like, and they'd go and, and they'd be learning ones out at North Point. Only once. Yeah. Really? PD and no dad. Leggies probably. Probably well, maybe no leggies. But well, I don't been. know, but I was like six, yeah. eight, yeah. eight years old. Like, but I remember, yeah, just the old boy getting fucking chewed off his fucking face at North Point. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And Pete Davies. And PD. An animal P- of a PD fucking was human, a fucking animal. He still is. I remember an him jumping off the rock, you know, like out the back there, like out yeah. going out behind yeah. North Point yeah. and just fucking it up. Really? Just getting oh, fucking really? smashed on the rocks. Because oh, <laughs> jumping off the back when it's four foot is like, it's a little bit sketchy, but it's, yeah, no worries. But jumping off the back 
when it's yeah. eight foot and trying to paddle around the back, oh, it can really end in tears. Just eh? no. And there's plenty of videos on YouTube of cunts <laughs> ending in tears. Yeah. But PD, PD used to have a crack. He's a keen human, that cunt, isn't he? <laughs> he still is. Oh, nah, uh, isn't that, yeah, well, well, no, isn't Well, Wyatt and fucking Jay get it from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mate, Wyatt Davies, uh, I said that, I said just before that, yeah. Pete Davies is is the dad of Jay, but let's not forget Wyatt, who is a oh, fantastic he's a cinema photographer. He's an unbelievable surfer in in his own right. He's yeah. a charger. He's got a great he's humble. As, he's he's a, humble. He's, he's a, a powerful baby. surfer too. Yeah. Wyatt Davies is a fucking great surfer. There's no doubt about it. And yeah. um and Casey, his daughter, I'm mates with her. But yeah, wow, mate, I could only imagine. Yeah. Only imagine <laughs> what was going down in the car park. Oh shit! I as George Simpson. And Peter Davies well, the French, in their prime, the French came and did for North Point by themselves. Fuck me, there would have been some fatties getting smoked, oh, wouldn't there? Oh, the French came. <laughs> the French came and did a surf story on yelling up the place of love when we were, when I was a kid. Like I was probably yeah. about six or seven years old, and the main stars were George, Pete. And Bob Monkman. No way. Yeah, it was fuck. fuck you should look it up. It was, what is it? A film? It's a full film. Fuck off. I yeah. want to see that it's, thing. That'd yeah. Like anyone who it listens to Barrel Surf Podcast <laughs> needs to find this film. Bob Monkman, Pete Davies, and yeah. George Simpson. Yeah. Just three of the absolute gurus the, of yeah, the, the Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon? I remember when I was young hanging out at the Davies Boys' house, um, there was this little movie. I, yeah. I put inverted commas with my fingers here. Movie. Uh, it was called The Tube. And yeah. the Davies boys had it on their computer. They were like, you know, 14 and 11 or something. And I was like 21, the older boy hanging around and um, taking them surfing and stuff. And and they had this movie called The Tube, which was basically this one wave that Peter Davies caught at Yale, said he got a tube on on like a six to eight foot day. And it was just like played in normal speed, then in slow-mo, and then half normal, half slow-mo it was basically one wave yeah and it was like this five minute movie but it was called the tube and obviously white and jay had grown up like- <laughs> watching that movie a thousand <laughs> times over but it was fucking cool i wonder yeah. if that was the same era as this um french movie it it's, probably would have been w- pretty close I actually I'm, i don't even know what it's called but it was huge at the time it went really? huge in france you need to do more homework yeah and get back well, to i'm shit ass at homework remember yeah i know but <laughs> you gotta do something all right mate let's have one last quick break and yeah. then we're going to come back to wrap it up. All right. right Sounds on. good. All right. We're back. Yeah. Well, you take it away. You host it. Simo. All right. Where are we up to, Adzi? Uh, mate, we were up to the bit where I asked you what was the best surfing your dad had ever seen and you just listed off a couple of absolute fucking maniacs <laughs> in their prime surfing empty North Point by the name of George Simpson and Peter Fucking Davies, who anyone who knows these two kids, uh, mate, they were some serious alpha male specimens mm. who were just absolutely getting pitted off their nut in the 70s and 80s and really, uh, you know, cutting the future for us guys now who just take it for granted to go surfing. But what they were doing back then was was definitely cutting edge, you know. So yeah. that was fucking cool. Um, mates... I did ask your sister, Crystal, oh, yeah. uh, your oldest sister. You're the oldest yeah. of them all. You've I'm got three oldest, sisters, yeah. uh, Crystal, then Sunny, then Gypsy. Yeah. I'm friends with them all. They're all, all great people. Um, I did send Crystal a message. Um, I said, give me some fucking Jay stories. I'm going to have him in the shed <laughs> for a few beers. She said, oh, ask him about the time he paddled out at eight foot centers yeah. in the dark with a brand new chapster. 
Oh. Can you remember anything about that? Yeah, it didn't end up well. <laughs> That's wave, the idea. First wave, I fucking snapped it. So so we're talking about Center Peak up north, eight foot day in the dark, like yeah. before the sun's up, and yeah. you've just done a Dorney on a brand new Chapster surfboard. Shout out to Chappie. Yeah, actually, Chappie, if you want a fucking good Nalu board, Chappie is the man for the job. Is he? For Well, a back-end surfer anyway, like I've had... Fuck, he's produced me some of the best boards that you could ever fucking wind through a barrel on. Sick. Mm. He's a good shaper. Yeah. And what happened that morning in particular? You just um, I just went out too early. Too. Yeah. And Fuck. was there anyone else out? No. Well, yeah, there was a guy um, for from Exmouth. Um, he went out. He was out at Toomey's. And he's um, Clay. He's like Clay. He's a um, he is a fucking chiropractor in Exmouth and he's a fucking legend, good surfer. Yep. And he went out at Toomey's, he's like, where the fuck did you go? So we paddled out about the same time and I just, like it wasn't even a big wave, but like I just took off and just did the airdrop sort of thing, came up and board was in two bits, which wasn't the first time. No. But it's but, a bit rough when it happens at five o'clock in the morning in the in before the sun's even come up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Most people are still in their tents, uh, rubbing one out in the swag, and <laughs> you've already gone over the falls on an eight footer and just snapped one. Oh, you know? mate! That, like, are you, you remember uh, Scotty from South Australia? Remember Big Scotty? Yeah, that guy who um, flex tails. The flex tail single fins. Fucking, he's a legend. He was a good. Surfer he was too. a good surfer. Yeah, yeah so, the flex tail pin tail single fins. Yeah, what yeah. were they? What, what was his shape? What was that show? I don't know who shaped them, but they were mm. a single fin, and they had a flex tail, and they were definitely a pin tail, and yeah. the, and behind the fin for that like last hundred mil, the thing was like I don't know what it was made of, but it. It fully flexed. It was bendy. It was like it had a rubber joint in it or something. Oh weird. mate, I remember and one he morning. Good man, you could and he could see that flex in his tail when he. Oh, he it would spring. He'd fucking move. He was a big dude. Like too. I remember, like he got like I think he did six all the way through centuries to Toomey's one, like six waves. Six waves in one day, really? all the way through. Wow, all the way through. He was and, a machine. He was like and, just and, 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 that and, spring off the bottom. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Mm. They were single fins too. Mm. I mean, away from Centuries through Toomey's is generally, you know, one of the best surfers, an Ant-Man or a Taco or a Camel will do it once every six years. Yeah. To do it. Six times in one day. Were they, were they, was he getting tubed? He was, was he getting absolutely fucking... Really? Hands out. On like a six to eight foot day? Like back in eight footers. Fuck, like, no way. Yeah. No footage, never seen. Never nothing. seen. Well, it's you know what it was like back in the day. You didn't, Shoot, I'm surprised I didn't film it. I was there with the camera in my hand at that time, mate. Yeah, it was a probably. I six remember times it was like in two, a day is insane. Insane. Are you lucky to get mm. six waves in a day that are makeable through that? Must have been a perfect swell direction and oh, tides. And he was a good surfer though, like. And he, you know when you because he spent a, quite a few top years there. So he knew the waves to catch. Yeah, and he was a goofy footer. He was a goofy footer. Fucking filthy goofy footers. Fucking hell. Apologies to any goofy footer Fuck, listeners se- out there. <laughs> Apologies, Kirby. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I can't remember how we uh, how we got to that one, but um, oh, it was a crystal story. Yeah. Crystal had another story. 
She said, uh, mate, Crystal, your sister Crystal, um, took over um, the Yelling Up Surf School mm. of Sammy Hansen she many did. years ago. Uh, she's an absolutely fantastic advocate for the job. Fuck uh, yeah. She's such a legend of a human. She's uh, yeah. got a great heart. She's always happy. She's very fit. She's sun-kissed. She can fucking surf really good, she can. actually. She mm. surfs great. She'll pack a six-footer, not a fucking problem, no on problem. a mal. Yeah. Like she likes her mals, but she can still surf the shortboard. I've seen her just last yeah. season up north. She's a great surfer. Yeah. Um, definitely a worthy person to be running a surf school. She bought it off Sammy Hansen. Fuck yeah. Uh, maybe 15-odd 15 15 mm. years ago. And, mm. um, mate, she runs a yelling up surf school you yeah. know, out of Smiths and Yells. Yeah. And... Uh, Mate, I always see her down there doing doing a thing, and yeah, mate, she's a fucking legend. Her, her husband Timmy Wallace, shout out to Timmy. Shout uh, out to Timmy. How are you, Timmy? Hey, Timmy, you fucking sick cunt. He's a <laughs> sick cunt. He's a good surfer. He knows how to party with the best of them, and he's a good all-round sort. Um, I surf with him all the time. Timmy Wallace is a legend. But those guys have hooked up. One of your mates from back in the day. He was probably one of your mates looking at your young sister, going, "Oh, fucking Jason's yeah, young sister's I looking know. all right. That must have been a bit." Bit tough in the early days, oh. but he made an honest woman out of us, so it's all good. They've got a family and it's all good. Yeah. I'm sure you've got over that one, but <laughs> mate, <yeah. laughs> but I'm sure it was tough Sorry, at the start, man. you know. It was uh. tough at the start, wasn't it, Thinny? <laughs> but, uh, mate, uh, where this story's alluding to was uh, Crystal said, um, Jace used to help me with surf coaching once upon a time. Mm. Ask him how it's that a fucking hard out. work. It's, it's a, it's a, and you know what. It, it takes a certain type and yeah. it's an extremely hard job, surf coaching, because you, well, you put a lot of effort into it. And But it's good for you. You stay fit. I see, um, I fucking don't know his last name, but Maddie, you know, Maddie? Maddie B. Maddie B. Yeah, right, Maddie right, B. Mate. Is, mate, he is a fucking, that's the sort of guy that does surf coaching. Oh, Shout out to Maddie B, who mm. wrote. Quite possibly, well, not quite possibly, he definitely wrote one of the greatest Australian hip-hop songs that's ever gone down. You don't know this? Nah, tell us you the story. Fucking, <laughs> you joking? Matty B was an Aussie hip-hop artist in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. He grew up in Triggs, kicking around with us. May or may mm. not have used to sell us really small foils, mm -hmm. but... Uh, <laughs> Probably didn't. <laughs> may or may not have happened. And, uh, mate, he was a fucking legend. Oh. Uh, he was a good surfer, good skater. Mm. He moved to Queensland. Uh, early 2000s, uh, he started doing hip-hop. And, mate, he was into hip-hop when hip-hop wasn't cool in Australia. Yeah. Like It was just... That was his style. It he was just like him. He looks like a fucking hip He was that guy. Mate, he wrote that song... For I reckon about 15 years in a row, every single Friday on Triple J, yeah, someone would ring up and say, can you play Fridays by Matty B? And it's this <laughs> Aussie hip-hop song called Fridays about how good are Friday afternoons when you knock off work and you bloody buy a case of beers <laughs> and roll a fatty up and go hang out with your mates and you go for a skate and a surf and you smoke a few and you drink a few and you go to... Mate, I guarantee you, if you... If if I played I'd, you the I'd, song, yeah, I'd you'd know. know it. Fuck yeah. But you don't even know that Maddie B wrote it. I bumped into Maddie B with your sister at the surf school about three weeks ago yeah. at Smith's Beach where Crystal runs. Oh, he's runs a gem of a bloke. Where, yeah, exactly. He is. And, and, and it's where Crystal runs her surf school. Mm. And he had some chick there who was like a 21-year-old chick. 
and she was like super grateful. I was like, hey, Maddie B. I was there with my kids and my missus on the beach and he's like, Adzi, and we're having a chat and this chick's like, thanks so much for the lesson, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was just like, I said to this chick, I said, you got no idea that your surf coach, the guy who was just teaching you to surf for the last hour, hmm. wrote one of the greatest ever Australian hip-hop songs <laughs> in the history of the world. She's like, awesome. and Maddie B's like, no, Adzi, no, 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 no. And I'm like, yeah, 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 <laughs> mate. Yeah, like, I said, hey, you might have thought he was a cool surf coach. Wait till you listen to his song. Mate, it's a fucking sick song. Maddie B was, was all yeah. time. Everybody, I guarantee you, look up Fridays by Maddie B and you will not be disappointed. It's a fantastic song. I used it in one of my surf videos, Lubrication. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, mate. It's a really feel-good song, really. Wow. Amazing song. But, um, mate, you didn't give me the note that I was looking for yeah. in the Yelling Up Surf School. Crystal said, Jace came and gave me a hand at the Yelling Up Surf School, didn't like it, ask him how his nuts felt at the end of it. Does that ring a bell? Oh, mate. Well, you know, obviously you don't just get young kids learning how to surf. You get fucking big fucking pricks from fucking England and fucking all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is not the easiest job, surf school teaching, honestly. Yeah. And Did you something know, happen to your testicles? Is that what she was... That's oh. what I felt like she was alluding to. You can't remember this? Well, no, 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 no. They <laughs> fucking definitely got a little nudge. <laughs> got a nudge, did they, mate? Yeah, but not as bad as the fucking leg rope I got wrapped around my neck one day from oh, the fucking... Really? Oh, mate. You know, so, you know, the kids the kids learning to surf easy, but yeah. the fucking... 40 year old yeah, the English, big heifers. English fucking 140 kilo motherfucker yeah. Yeah. that you're trying to push in is not that easy and fuck I remember getting a leg rope around my neck from a big prick with some 140 keys snapped on the other end oh yeah fuck <laughs> I nearly decapitated me like, where was so, that at Yells or Smith's Smith yeah and um but you know it's like I remember, fuck I did like you do three lessons in one day and you're fucked. Yeah. Right. Long day in the sun. Long day in the sun. It's hard work. You know what? It takes a certain type of person to be able to do it. It's easier to wrestle sharks in the northwest. Fucking you reckon? oath. <laughs> <laughs> More my style, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. That's crazy. Oh man. All right. Well, um, before I go on to the last final few questions, because yeah. we're, we're getting in already, but it was yeah. always going to happen, mate. Like, we got a lot of ground to cover. I want to get into a couple of standard last questions. Before we do, um, Marky Mark gave me a one more prompt. He said, it might have been in Dampier, but he can't remember, remember something about you bringing home a trawler. Uh, it was full of prawns, and it was late at night, and you pulled up to the jetty, and you filled it up with filled up the dinghy or something and then halfway back the dinghy started to sink or fucking something does that ring any bells or is that just another fucking night oh, out oh mate or i was just is that just a standard week or oh, is that something special fuck like mate you know that one doesn't really ring a bell but I really rem i rem i remember well i've had heaps adzy like fishing <laughs> fishing's gnarly is it? So I remember diving over with a torch, like, you know, getting something to prop and diving over with a fucking torch in my mouth with a knife in the middle of the night. Yeah. And sawing the fucking net out of the prop. Or I remember once we were catching live prawns for like farms for broodstock. 
Yeah. Yeah. This he said something about live prawns and walking back through mud and stonefish and shit. All right. So this is so the old boy. So we caught two hundred live prawns for a fucking broodstock company to send them away so they could make prawns for a prawn farm and we're in Port Hedland Harbour and we've gone down and I wasn't even driving the boat I was just trying to keep the prawns alive and the other decky who's driving the boats fucking stopped the boat and the boat just turned over and in the, <laughs> we're in the in the middle of fucking the, like this huge channel with prawns flicking out everywhere we're sinking <laughs> there's a there's fucking just like the don't the ding the boat sunk so I didn't know what to do like the boat sunk the fucking tub that all the prawns were in was heading out to sea. Fuck. There's fucking 300 meters into. What were you towing the tub behind you? No, no. Or, so we had the tub in the boat, but oh, okay. it's like free surface effect. So he slowed the boat down. So all the water. So we had too many prawns and too much water in this tub in the boat. Yeah. And all the water and like it's moved over, and the boat's just flipped over. Yeah. And we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. How far from land? Like probably 300 meters from land at night time in the middle of the night. Fuck. In Port Hedland, yeah. dirty, dirty water. I was yeah. worried about fucking getting eaten by a tiger shark. Tigers, crocs, fucking. fucking... Is there crocs in Port Hedland? Probably is, but fuck, Maybe I was more, way more worried about tiger sharks. Yeah, and, and the, bronzy and, and the bull dinghy, sharks. The ding, I was standing on the top of the dinghy, and the dinghy sunk, and the fucking tubs going out to sea, and the <laughs> prawns jumping into us. How much was that tub worth? The prawns, you reckon? Oh well. Well, they were four hundred dollars a prawn, so it's like two hundred prawns. So it was like fucking thousands and thousands. Fuck. Four hundred dollars a prawn. Well, per pair, actually, oh, okay. per pair. So, so two hundred dollars a prawn. All right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, fucking fuck. So, so a lot of then, money. Then, then anyway. a lot of money, and the yeah. fucking the tub's going out that way, the shores that way, and I was like, the dinghy's sinking, and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are we gonna do? So I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna get the tub because it's a big tub, and I've got yeah. tracky pants on, yeah. so I couldn't swim. Not good for swimming. In the, I knew there was a gay guy in there getting the prawns, so I didn't want to go in there naked. <laughs> so I'm fucking got the tub, and I'm like fucking paddling the fucking tub in. I was like, with the other guy, I was like, yeah, let's go to the tub. And I'm just like up on the tub, and we're paddling the tub in. And then suddenly I was like touching the ground. So yeah. we were safe from the tiger sharks, but yeah. it, it was just all stonefish after uh, that. Yeah, which so kill you we, way more we, than tiger sharks. That's right. They? So then we're just like shuffling our feet, fucking like, trying to get in. Like mud or rocks? Rocks and mud. Oh, it was fucking fuck. hectic. It was, fuck. it was fucking, I don't know. We come, out, we come out of it clean, but oh, like it was a scary time. You had, you had the Simpson luck running uh, around with you. Just like, so, <laughs> and then, but I had to lose my tracky pants. So I've walked up into Port Hedland nude. <laughs> With a gay guy, I was fucking shit in my dax because fucking. <laughs> Not that he had any on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, got up there, and then dad had to like we called, got up there, called dad, and um, he had to bring the boat main boat in, and but fucking, it was, it was definitely you could have died. Just a bunch of pirates <laughs> in the ocean, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. All right, mate. Well, we've been going a while, and we could go so much longer. Yeah, but um. We'll try to wrap it up for the good of the yours mi- and my missus. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, come on, seriously. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, you coming in the shed here. So uh, I think we can both deal with a silent treatment for a day or two, can't we? Yeah, no, we're all good. <laughs> Mates, all right. Let's get to the standard <laughs> ones to wrap it up. All right. Best fucking tube ever. 
Well, my best tube ever was in front of Adzi, my <laughs> mate. So I got a double tube from Sanneries and it was in f- like it was funny because uh, tomato puree was going to fucking Tomato Perry, Hawaii. He was going to fucking steal it off me. Hey, are you tomato? Fucking Yeah. He was going to steal it off me, but I've just fucking swung under this thing and like sort of grabbed the rail and just hooked under it. Pig dog master. And, but, well, I wasn't pig dog and I fucking stood up and these two, it was a, it was a dual barrel. Yeah. So I fucking pulled into this, got just, fuck, it was deep when I got a fucking proper deep tube and then sort of, just sort of just reset and then just fucking... Got swallowed again. It was. It it was. It was. I wasn't caught on film, but it was. Well, because I was surfing, wasn't I? I wasn't filming. I know, but it was a fucking as good as you get, wasn't it? Yeah. But like, you know, like just. And that's your best tube ever. And I was down the end of it. That was my best tube ever. But I want to fucking high five you there, mate. That's fucking cool, man. I'm stoked. I was there for that. But I got one all the way through. Did you? That was my best. That was my favourite tube ever. But I got one all all the way through from Centuries to. Through Toomey's once, and, and it was yeah. a proper fucking solid wedgie double eight-footer at Sanneries. Yeah. Turned into a six-footer. Got over two foam balls. But that that one, that one, that day, where, yeah, it was where just, I was paddling I was just, back out. I was yeah. just standing up. I was just standing up in those two. Mate, I saw you get some fucking great waves at Sanneries. I had some yeah. great sessions with you. That was like early 2000s. Yeah. I was up there filming those movies, and, and you were just up there surfing, and... I'm pretty sure that's where uh, I decided. Oh, this may or may not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where uh, I always call you. Instead of calling you Simpson, I call you Thimpson. Yeah, she did. <laughs> because we uh, used to do a bit of yoga in the car park before we <laughs> paddled out. <laughs> yoga of the lungs. <laughs> You're like, oh, we'll just do a bit of yoga here, and uh, yeah, it was always supposed to be a thinny, but um, yeah, they were fatties. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> so I called you thinning, but mate, they were bloody good years. I'm glad that Man. your best tube ever um, relates to those years because I had some beautiful years oh, there. Mate, it, wasn't just that, it wasn't just that. We, you know, we, we went out and caught our own fish and we yeah. we cooked it. We had good meals. We, oh, fucking had some, we had some fucking special times back then. That was some good years. And mate, even still to this day, the yelling up surf school advertisement flyer or website or whatever you want to do yeah. what's their fucking cover photo it's uh, jay simpson at Centuries pig dog and a perfect six foot tube man yeah. it's still kicking around i still go swimming up the local pool and they got those little pockets where all the local businesses advertise the little cardboard things yeah and mate every time i go to the pool with that kid my yeah. kids even still like fucking two months ago i was there <laughs> went there and there is a photo of you 20 years ago getting slotted <laughs> at centuries just like i saw you yeah. that day yeah and that's advertising for yelling up surf school it's fucking awesome man i'm stoked Thanks, well that's Daddy. cool well mate uh what about this is a hard one because yeah. when i feel i ask this to people I, I i really feel like man i've sort of got my top five and my top ten and I can easily give you the top what's in the top ten, but it's very hard to nail down the top one. But yeah. I'll just throw it out there like the best session you've ever had, surf wise. Like But I know there's probably five that are probably oh. similar. So just give me one of those five, you know. Oh mate, you know what? I tell you what, it was probably one session on my own 
at Centuries probably when there was like 30 guys at Toomey's and I probably, I picked off like four fucking proper solid, you know, proper solid, almost stand-up tubes. Sick. On my own. I was the only one out there, you know, because I know the lineups and knew the... Yeah. You're a Centuries guy, man. You're I not a, a Toomey's guy. I was never a Toomey's guy. I was never a Toomey's guy. Oh, you know, well, I like to fucking give the guys some entertainment down the line. <laughs> Doing a feel for the entertainment versus the people sitting there at Toomey's going, just, just letting everyone know down here, there's a six foot set on its way. As you well, can I'm going to be on my own. Yeah, yeah. No. So, no, so I, I had this session where I was on my own, no one else out, fucking. How old, a, roughly? Within a couple oh, of years. Oh, about 24, 25. Oh, yeah, in your yeah. prime. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, just fucking, you know, those times when you just, you, you know, it's like having a good, I don't know, game of tennis or fucking whatever. You're just a, you you're just really the... are a product of the Northwest. It's given you a lot, man. It's given <laughs> you your life, hasn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, people think of you and your dad and think that uh, the Southwest has given you everything, but... Yeah. The Northwest has really been a massive part of you and your dad's life and it and it's given you a lot in work and from these stories it's given you the greatest surfs of your life as well. I'm sure yeah. you had many magical surfs down here, especially as a teenager finding a an elusive beachy or a little banquet smith when the crowds weren't too bad. I'm sure you've had many magical moments. Yeah. Uh but the Northwest has given you a lot, hasn't it? It has, mate. It has and you know um we're so lucky in WA. We've got such a vast, a vast, beautiful coastline. Coastline, and, yeah. and you know, we it's fucking. You haven't even gone the south coast much, have you? You haven't needed to. You've been so busy elsewhere. You know what? South coast is beautiful. It is. And um, there's a beautiful. You know what? We're fucking lucky to have such beautiful people on this whole coast. And oh, man, we're lucky, mate. No doubt about it. We're so lucky. Mm. You know what, Adzi? I'm gonna call it. Yeah. We're over. What? We're finished. Are we? I don't know, are we? Nah, we're not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting real close though. No. Okay, Fuck. no, we're getting real close. We're about 10 minutes away though. Is that okay? Yeah, all right. What, okay. Have we got? what have we got? Worst wipeout ever. I love worst wipeouts. Oh, mate. It's, it's still up there. It's still gnarly. So, yeah. Mate, I gave up smoking. I fucking, I was like fit as, as I fucking ever been. Um, I went up to Nalu about three years ago, four years ago. Um, fucking... <laughs> Fuck, it was like eight foot day and I went down on the first wave of the set and then I got the next wave of the set and it's fucking pinned me on the reef and just fucking blew me to bits and I thought I fucking nearly drowned. And then, but it wasn't the worst one. The next one was the next time I surfed it. It was like, same thing, Kingy. I'll fucking mention another fucking Steve Irwin, Kingy, yep, yep. big old Kingy that we fucking love and respect so I don't much. even know his name. I just know him as Kingy, who spends four awesome. months every year at Nalu. Oh, God. Fuck Surfing centuries, never toomies. Nah. Just getting tubed. Just getting tubed. Yeah. And we love him. Yeah. And I was fucking, he caught the wave before and we're just like paddling for the horizon. We can see this set coming and he just got under it and I just got fucking flipped. And I pretty much that was my only ever two wave hold down. I just got a little before the next one got me, like in that impact zone. And fucking, I think my sister seen it. I was like, fucking, it was like, I nearly drowned. 
So I had two in two years, you know, like 37, 38, two, you know, where you go, well, fuck, and maybe I'm not up for this anymore. Yeah, if I'm going to do this, maybe I should put in more like pre-game. Pre-something because yeah. <laughs> it fucking something. nearly killed me. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that was um, like, and that was just, it was that, that time it wasn't, I'd flicked off, but it was just this massive eight footer that, or just yeah. solid wall of water. Oh, man. Heavy. They're just fucking. Slamming into shallow, sharp. Mate, mode. I was grabbing my board, like full arms around by the end of it. Yeah, I yeah, thought I was going to, I yeah. thought I was going to fucking drown. Fuck, that's heavy. Mm. Okay. So. All right, mate. Well, um, we are definitely at the end. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, did you want to give out any special Steve Irwin to salutes? We gave out a few. Is there anyone you want to shout out to particularly right now? As being a, just a fucking all-round Steve Irwin legend? Um, oh, just my missus, mate. Like, yeah, Colby. Um, Colby. She's like fucking, you know, I've worked away like all my life. All my life. Yeah. And, you know, I've got like obviously got three kids and, you know, like with a son that's fucking struggling a bit in life, you know, like yeah. I, I want to just say that, you know, like he's been bullied a bit at school and fucking had a bit of a hard time. And, I, you know, I think that's fucking shit out yeah it's shit out and it's fucking hard mm. and um and you know i just want to to her yeah for dealing with it while you're just away dealing because i'm i'm money, i'm trying you know? to make money like at a yeah. house and fucking mortgages mortgages yeah, all that all sort that of shit, shit. and yeah. just you know and i just think you know you wish you could be there all the time but wish you could be there all the time you just got to do what you got to do man do what you got to do mm. and i just um i appreciate i'd like to fucking hurt there's the biggest shout out is to her and yeah Fucking awesome. Fucking Steve Irwin salute goes to Fucking Colby. love you, Carl. How, how do you say your last name? Shoulderback? Shoulderback. Yeah, but it's I try to get her to marry me, but she's fucking over that. <laughs> Mate, that's Boom. fucking awesome. Mate, Jason Lagoon Simpson, thank you fucking so much. We're high-fiving right now. Thank you so much for coming in here. Um, it's been an absolutely fascinating interview. <laughs> uh, it's I, I've loved it. We've had a. Uh, we were always going to have a good time. Let's be honest. You and me yeah. sitting in the shed drinking beer. No, we have. Uh, ha- we've had some good times over the years. We've had some good times over the years. Um, you've had a, an amazing, unique experience in the world of surfing, and fishing, and the ocean in general. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for coming in and sharing some of that with us i believe that all our listeners out there are really going to appreciate uh the life that you've led and continue to lead um i believe you're selling your house right now in in yelling up and about to move to Exmouth. so best wishes on that adventure and i'm pretty fucking sure i'm going to be parking my car in the front of your yard and you're always welcome Azzy. <laughs> and going ah, buddy you mind if i send a tent up in your backyard because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a great place to go um no, mate, it's it's been amazing. You've, you, we we could go on plenty more, oh. but you've told us some great stories. Uh, thanks for coming in. I wish I wish the best for you and your family, and Tracy and George and Crystal and everyone that contributed to this podcast. Thanks to Mark McKinnon and Jimmy Glaskin and Crystal for giving me some heads up on some stories. And um, mate, what a wonderful world it is in Yellinger. Oh, buddy, it's and beautiful, mate. Peace out, everyone. Oh, th- and thanks, Cheeky Monkey. I've got fucking half pissed on fucking XPA. I fucking love it. It's fucking half pissed is fresh and statement. It's fucking <laughs> citrus, clean and fresh. Yeah. And it's totally... And cool. also, thanks to Forrester Estate for, for providing us with a 2016 Cab Sav from uh, Margaret River 
uh, region with a shit ton of fucking trophies. So good for you. <laughs> and Trev at Down South Physio who just loves to get involved. And Do you get massages? Oh, Trev will, <laughs> Trev will thumb your arsehole and it'll be such a fine line between pleasure and pain. You, know, you won't know which category to put it in. Oh, mate. Have you had Carly Dixon? Oh, well, it's good last night. <laughs> Mate, thanks for coming in, Jace. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You've been listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. Thanks to everyone who listens. Yeah. Up the fucking Steve Irwin salute. Thanks, guys, for you. listening to my story. <laughs> <laughs>